When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. friends hi everyone welcome to spice chaos yes i hope everyone is having a lovely start to a new week i don't know what day of the week you're listening to this but if it's monday then happy monday happy monday yep and over there is leanne from spiced plans yep and right over there to my Wait, would it be my left or my right, Caitlin? <laughs> I have no idea. I am directionally challenged. Give me a landmark and I'll help you out. But um, to the west of me is Caitlin of Creating in Chaos. Yep, chilling over here in the rainy weather. We are continuing our squad celebration and we are <laughs> loving it. Okay, first of all, can we just talk about Sarah last week? Who is a yeah. baby angel more than Sarah? I know. Sarah is so sweet. I cannot oh. wait to see her in the OC next year. I can't wait. I know, I know. It's going to be so much fun. And I think that we may get to meet our guest that we have today at Go Wild next year, too. So today's guest is Ashley of Mermaid's Logic, and everybody has got to know that name. Yes, everybody loves Ashley. Hi, Ashley. Hey, Hi, Ashley. Yay. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so, so much for having me on your show. Oh, no, the, the pleasure is all ours. We are so excited. Um, and I'm for real when I say everybody has got to know the name Mermaid's Logic. Do you feel, you probably don't feel so much like that, but I, I, I really do. do. I do I feel do. like that, especially with those amazing lettering challenges that you put out. Girl, oh my you God. are a household make, name. You guys are making me blush. <laughs> yeah, I have, um, I have a secret planner here at my house that is all the way done January, February, and March of your challenge. Oh my gosh, that makes me so happy. <laughs> I haven't showed it to anybody. I don't even think Caitlin knows about it. Like it just sits over here and I am quietly trying to learn how to hand letter. <laughs> oh, okay. I love that. I know, but then I then COVID happened and I just like stopped. I don't know. I, I this you would think it would be the best time for me to learn and to do your challenge, but it, it, for those of you that don't know Ashley, first of all, go follow her. She's at Mermaid's Logic. Uh, surely everybody who's listening knows who you are. But <laughs> yeah. if, if you're if you're brand new to the planner community and you've never been here before, then go follow Ashley at Mermaid's Logic. She is a squad member. Yeah. Um, when we say handwriting challenge, once a month she does. Um, a hand lettering challenge and she comes up with I don't know how you come up with all these words I really don't like uh, amazing uh, I can't come up with five words but then (laughs) that's the biggest part of the challenge I think is coming up with the words that's the challenge for you you don't have a hard time writing them (laughs) right exactly (laughs) so why don't you tell everybody where all they can find you like just just start with telling us, just tell us everything about you right now. Go. <laughs> right now, go. Um, you can 
find, find me mostly on Instagram. Um, on any platform that I have an account with, it'll be the same username across the board. So it's Mermaids Logic, Mermaids with the S, Logic, no spaces, no period, no underscore, just straight out Mermaids Logic. For any account that I have, um, I've got a YouTube, I've got an Etsy, an Instagram, I think I have a Twitter set up. That's my email address. If you want to contact me, my Skype, anything like that, I am available at Mermaids Logic. Well, I am so excited. I love following you. Your posts make me smile every time I see a post from oh. you. Oh, thank you. Yes, yeah, me course. too. Your your Instagram is so beautiful. And um, I know that, gosh, I feel like I'm a broken record. Like these, <laughs> we, we are the luckiest people in the community to get to talk to all this talent, Caitlin. I know. For real. For real, for real. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Like, so, thank you guys so much for like, you know, showcasing us on the squad. And I think it's perfect timing with the new squad applications coming out right now. It's a really great way to kind of wrap up our time and inter, you know, uh, segue into the new squad. It's just really great timing. And it's, you know, really thank you guys for, for uh, choosing to do this for us. Yeah, of yeah. course. We feel like the other um, squad folks or a lot of them were, you know, they, they got an opportunity to be on there maybe even up to like three times. And so yeah. I feel like they were, they could have been, um, you know, not more well known, but the, they were like household names, for example. And we just want the same for you guys. We want everybody to know how amazing your squad journey was and um, and basically why you were picked because how how talented you were. So that's kind of what drove us to do that for that's sure. Nice. Yeah, it's so yeah. funny how people talk about like the OG squad, like the the squad members before us. In mm -hmm. a way, I kind of feel like we are the we are the like newbies or I guess like the um uh, the first squad because we're the first squad that is all new people and that had never mm -hmm. happened before. So I was like kind of thinking it of a different aspect that we are the first group of all new people and that's never happened before. So I, I like that for our yeah. uh, term. I love yeah. that. I love that take on it for sure. No, I do too. And you know, it, one of the things that I was thinking about as we have been kind of going through this this series with you guys is it's making me kind of sad to see you guys go because, you know, the year, obviously, you know, well, here comes time with Spice Chaos. So, you know, in case, <laughs> in case you didn't know, like a year is long and a year is fast at the same time. So, mm -hmm. you know, it feels like it went really fast, but then at the same time, I have gotten used to you guys being on the squad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And now it's just like, Oh, well, it's all coming to an end. Now, I am so excited mm -hmm. for there to be um, a new squad. I The pressure is off of me this year. I am not in the happy planner right now. Mm -hmm. um, Caitlin swears I'll be back. I don't know, Caitlin. <laughs> She's always back. But I think the pressure is off of both of us because I did not turn in an application either. Oh. Yeah, so that felt really different this year than it did mm -hmm. last year. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so, but there are a few people who have applied that I am so nervous that they've applied that it feels like I did. <laughs> I know, and I'm just so excited to see, like, yeah. who is selected and, like, Me which too. people are out in the community and that are going to represent the Happy Planner. I just can't wait. I can't wait. Yes, I feel the same way. I really cannot wait to see who they choose and how it goes down since it's going to be different this year with coronavirus and mm -hmm. doing a digital squad. So I'm just so, so curious to see how they do it and who they pick. And 
um, you know, reach out to those squad members throughout their time on the squad and just say, hey, how's it going? Do you need help with anything? Like, just reach out to them and really, like, see how it's going with them. I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, well, you guys have been super helpful because one of the things that I noticed today, I was going through YouTube and watching people's squad application videos. Mm-hmm. And I saw, like, five different squad members' YouTube videos on, like, here's how to apply for the squad. Here's the process. Here's what, here's what I did. Here's what it was like for me. And, you know, so many of you have been so willing to give out all of this kind of like quiet insider information about like, you know, you know, not like, not like give away company secrets or anything. Right. Right. No, I was thinking trade secrets. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, but you know, just like, you know, here's maybe how you make your photos stand out or here's how you, you know, and I just, I thought that that was so cool because there's, Mm -hmm. there's no competition. It's like, exactly. It's all encouraging everyone. Yes. Like you guys know, like we had our year and there's, and you know, your term is coming to an end, but the fact that like, I feel like the fresh squad, you could still call them your squad sisters too, because once you're in it, like, it's kind of like a sorority, Mm -hmm. like you're in it forever. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a family. And, um, you know, there's, there's things that the happy planner says to us, like, you know, once you're in the squad, you're always a squad. And even if you're not chosen on the squad, you're still a squad within the planner community. And it's really, it's like one big giant family, just because the year is over, your term is over. It doesn't technically mean that you're not part of the family anymore. Like that's not how it works. And so I'm not, like disappointed that my time is coming to an end because I know that I still have these connections with these amazing women on the squad. I'm going to be growing more connections with the new squad, um, you know, growing connections with the past squad still and still, um, and uh, of course have the connections with Stephanie and Hannah and Katie and everybody within the, the Mombi offices. So even though the term is over, we still have the platforms to be able to connect and bond. Yeah, yeah, totally. I love that. I do want to mention too, in regards to the squad members posting like little tips and tricks and encouraging um, other planner babes in the community. I wanted to let you guys know a little secret that that is 100% all of our choice to do that. So Happy Planner has never once told us, um, you know, post uh, promoting the squad or post encouraging this or um, put the tips and tricks out there. Like anything that we want to promote for Happy Planner, we want to promote for the squad. It's all on our choice. So it's really, it's really nice that the women that put those videos out there, it's because they, they want to, and it's not because they're forced by happy planner. Totally. I love that so much. And I can feel that when you guys are posting in your stories or when I see a YouTube video, like I can feel that authenticity that you just want everybody to win. Like I can, I can feel that like in my little heart, I feel like I have like a heart disc, like somewhere (laughs) inside my heart now. (laughs) I can like feel it in there. Yes. (laughs) Oh, you know, okay, yeah. mine slipped out. I lost oh. it. No, <laughs> well, well, I have a medal when I'll send you. You can just pop it right back in. <laughs> <laughs> not, not saying that um, the Erin Condren community isn't amazing too, because um, I got a share this morning from our Julie. Uh huh. And she shared something in her stories of mine, mm-hmm. and my Instagram has like exploded since oh, she did that. That's awesome. so sweet. 
sweet. I love and Julie. Now yeah. I'm just like, oh my gosh, look at all these Aaron Condren people coming out. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, and you know, I, I just, there's so, they're, the, the community is just so huge and so vast that, mm-hmm. so I already know what sticker book I'm using, not for this week, because this week is like the waiting week where everybody's waiting to find out who made it. Yeah. And then like next week I think is like, so what I heard is that like, they're going to tell the people that they made it on the 25th and then announce mm-hmm. it to the public on the first. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, next week is, is not the week, but like the first week of June, I'm using the stronger together happy planner sticker book oh, because I, I want sweet. to like, yeah. Cause I, and um, I'm not the only person that is like, Lots of other people have used that sticker book in response to squad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I just, I haven't used it yet. It's still sitting over there in my stuff. And I was like, well, what can I use to demonstrate that? Like I'm not applying for squad and I'm not using happy planner stuff, but I'm still like pulling for all these people that want yeah. this, you know? Yeah. That's totally. Perfect. Yeah. So that's, that's my plan for the first week of June. And normally I save the first week in my planner, Caitlin for yay day. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh-huh. But Yay Day is going to be week two in June this time. And then I'm going to use that because I feel like that those stickers are really special. And they um, really are. Yeah. And I love that the book is called Stronger Together because I feel like that that was that was a certain somebody's slogan when they were when they might have been running for president at some point. Oh, Um, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I just kind of like that. Um, but anyway, I, uh, we are just, we are loving this. And, um, you know, we've, we've mentioned COVID a little bit so far. How is quarantine life for you? Are you still having to go into work? Are you working from home? What is your situation? Yeah. So actually a little bit like Caitlin, I've been working from home since September. So I was like, welcome to the club. <laughs> uh, so you work from nice. home too. I, yes. I yeah. <laughs> That's rad. <laughs> yeah. I've been so, working from home. You um, and Caitlin I, just never wear pants then. Exactly. <laughs> no, never, never. I do. I do change out in the morning from PJs to different PJs, but that's about it. You have like your yeah. work PJs and your yeah. sleepy PJs. Exactly. <laughs> See, getting dressed for me is like my comfy jeans and a hoodie. Like that is my jam. If I could have weather where I can wear a hoodie all year long, that's my favorite. Oh my gosh. Sounds so nice. I love being cozy. Yeah. I know yeah, well, you too. Caitlin, you started wearing your hoodies this season like way too early. <laughs> I I don't even care. I just love them so much. Well, that was like me and my boots. I was like, I don't care that it's 98 degrees outside. I'm wearing these knee high leather boots. I do not even <laughs> yeah. care. Same. Right? Seriously. I can go for fall weather all year ro- round too. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's like the day September happened. I was like, it's fall, y'all. And I put on my boots and did not look back. <laughs> oh, y'all. <Yeah. laughs> I know. I think I said that. I said that to my students like eight times in the same day. Like, and they're like, "Okay, Miss Spicer." I know. Like every time a different kid came in the room, and I was like, "It's fall, y'all! It's fall, y'all!" Like it's 112 degrees outside. It's not fall. Well, when school starts, I feel like that's like the start to fall. Like, even though that's probably like the hottest time of the year for most people. I feel like that's what, that's like the kickoff to fall. It is. Yeah. And if it's not fall outside, it can be fall in our planners. I know. It does kind of suck though. I remember like, um, when I would get my new school clothes, like get my new backpack and everything and everything was like fall and winter. And I wanted to wear it so badly when I would start school as a kid. 
Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh, geez, I'm just going to sweat to death. <laughs> I'm going to look so cute doing it. But yeah. I well, see my kids doing the same thing. That's because, like, your mom doesn't want to buy you new stuff that you can wear that's still summery. Right. Mm-hmm. So you have a choice. You can go back to school with your old crap on that everybody's already <laughs> seen and not be sweaty. Mm-hmm. Or you can go back to school in your fall clothes and just sweat all day. Right. And have it be like a fashion show. Like yes, exactly. Exactly. Decision, so, decisions. Yeah, right. So Why I these teachers the don't choice. do picture day on the first day? I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, just get it done. We all look so good that first day of school. <laughs> I, I don't know. So um, so has anything else changed? I mean, like, are you climbing the walls? Are you ready to leave? Are you just putting on your mask and going outside? Like, what is... Um, right. Is your state reopening? I'm not sure where you're located. She's in California. Oh, so you're in no. Cali. So no, no. <laughs> no, I don't. I have stopped watching the news. Um, mm-hmm. I just kind of listen to the updates on the radio in the morning. Um, I haven't been in public. I don't know. In like over 50 days or something like that. Um, because my grandmother has cancer and so she's considered like one of the compromised immune system just for being older and for having um, cancer. So I don't want to put myself in public and bring the virus home in any circumstance. So we've just been doing uh, grocery deliveries and um, I haven't had the need to go anywhere. I've maybe had a target order once I picked up a target order. And um, other than that, I literally uh, haven't seen any of my friends in person. I haven't seen my mom in person um, just doing, you know, uh, FaceTime and things like that. So it's been a little bit hard just kind of staying staying at home. But Mm -hmm. naturally, like already, I'm already a homebody. I'm already like, quote unquote, a hermit. And so it hasn't been so, so difficult for me. But now getting to like what, like 60 days almost, I'm like, okay, I'm kind of getting a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, I got to get out of here. (laughs) Right, yeah. (laughs) So, um, but I go on walks, I make sure to spend time outside in in the backyard, which is totally fine for me, um, just to get out in the backyard and get some sun, listen to the birds, uh, watch the butterflies. And um, I'm trying to think what else like I'm I don't know I'm just coping just coping the best that I can and it's it's been fine uh yeah it's been fine so when yeah, you get was, a grocery okay. delivery do you have it like sprayed down before you bring it in or you like are you my process yeah. Yeah. yeah let's hear <laughs> um so I have them leave everything outside the door and then knock on the door when they're when they dropped everything off and then I spray everything like the handles and stuff right outside the door I spray the the handles of the bags and then I bring it inside and spray it again and then I take everything out of the bags spray it again and then wipe everything down and put it away so it gets about three sprays and a wipe down and um honestly I can't even breathe it just smells like chemicals so I'm just like whatever is here is not going to be able to survive because it just smells like um uh, Lysol so yeah <laughs> right Caitlin did you spray on your last order because literally we were supposed to be recording this <laughs> and as we're like supposed to call Ashley to yeah. make this recording Caitlin is getting the like the doorbell is ringing and there's stuff showing up at the door from Instacart so we have that a is system the way it works. So if I'm like doing something else and the Instacart shows up, uh, we have the like spray down stuff and the Lysol wipes and stuff right by the door. Um, So my oldest child or my husband will like do all of the wiping outside. We usually let it sit outside for a couple of minutes just to kind of let it air out for whatever reason in my head that makes me feel better. I don't think that's actually a thing that's like based on science to like leave it outside. That's very Um, sciencey, I think. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, I don't think it is, but it makes me feel better. Um, but this time I, there was ice cream in the order. So I knew that yeah. I had to get in the freezer. So I had my kiddo, my oldest kid, um, put on the gloves and like wipe it down and all of that. And so then I put the stuff away. Um, so we kind of have a system where, you know, whoever sees it does the job basically so that we're all kind of sharing the load here. Ooh, yeah. Okay. I and couldn't see, imagine my process going out and getting them. I think I would have to like shower if I came back home after for real. <laughs> yeah. Or like working out in public. Like I feel like I would be so anxious every morning getting up to go to work. Like I see people, yeah. you know, putting on their hair nets and like putting on masks and stuff. And those people who are working in the front lines, I can't imagine like yeah. how they feel each morning having to get up and go to work. Like I just I feel for them so deeply right now. I would have to debate, like, you know, quitting my job or something like that. I wouldn't be able to go out in public and expose myself and come home every single day with with my grandma. Uh, you know, the, the state that she's in, I wouldn't be able to leave the house every single day and, and expose myself. But I would, mm-hmm. I would not be able to live with myself if something were to happen. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, no. Well, and for me, I'm, I'm, it's kind of a selfish thought, but I'm, I'm an asthma person, and so. I think that I'm more at high risk because I have a history of respiratory illness, but um, I would, I would hate to number one, be sick and have to be isolated from my kids because as a mom, I'm also kind of like the head of the household. Like I keep everything running. Not that my husband couldn't do it, you know, but like there's just a difference between how mom does things and how dad does things. So I can't imagine like having to be sick and like be away from my kids and like away from my home and my job and stuff. Um, But also, like, having anyone near me getting sick, I think, would be awful. I also have a grandparent who um, who is ill. So, I, oh, man, it's just it's definitely tough for sure. Yeah, definitely. And it scares me, too, knowing that there's, you know, such thing as asymptomatic. So Mm -hmm. I would, yeah, Yeah. be really, really careful and just not not be around anybody. Totally. Absolutely. I know it kind of makes me feel a bit nervous about how school is going to look for my kids because mm-hmm. kids are the number one um, asymptomatic carrier cases is what kind of what we've seen so far. Um, I think at least don't quote me. I'm not I'm not a doctor or anything like that, but I think that's what I read. Um, so having my kids like in a school building, potentially bringing stuff home with other kids like because I don't know their life. So I hope that they have a good system where we can be safe, but also where education can be really equitable for everyone. Yeah, I completely agree with that because I'm a, I'm in college as well. So I'm mm-hmm. wanting to go back to campus and go back to school and that same fear of being around students and around people and then coming back home to grandma. It's like, yes, I want that for, I want to be able to return back to campus, but I want to be able to do it safely where I'm not fearful that I'm bringing something home or, um, mm-hmm. you know, walking around being, a, you know, catching it myself and being asymptomatic and giving it to other people, that kind of thing. I don't, I don't right. want to be a, a, a carrier of it. So yeah, to, to get, it's scary to see how it's going to get back to school. I hope they have a vaccine before they have everybody return. Yeah. Um, I don't know that that's like, from what I've read, I don't know that that's possible, like in a short amount of time. Um, but what I've heard is that they're talking about if they're going to have people in buildings like staggered entry. So for example, if you're looking at kids in like a public school, like some kids would be on like, uh, let's say all the sixth graders or half the sixth graders would go on Monday and then the other half would go on Tuesday and they would just kind of stagger them so they could keep them further apart. 
I've heard they were going to use gyms and cafeterias so that they could spread out desks more. Um, so that that's kind of, I think, the plan and or a combination with some of that distance learning. The thing about the distance learning, and this is just my teacher soapbox, is that it is not equitable for all students. There are students who don't have internet access at their house. There are students whose parents don't have access to a computer, a cell phone, any kind of device. There, there are people who are really struggling to get food for their kids. And even though schools are providing meals like during COVID, um, there's people can't always get there to get meals, right? So I feel like ha having students in the building at least one day a week is absolutely essential, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. And those the kids need that as well. Right. Yeah, my kids are turning into little weirdos right now without any social interaction. <laughs> yeah. It definitely changed you. Yep. Well, and see, sure. I wish that I could say that mine that my kids were different, but I mean. My my kids my kids hate how long it takes Amazon to get things to us. <laughs> They're already little hermits. Yes, like my kids already love it here and love to be at home and just love to chill with each other and just like play with each other and hang out with their devices and be with us and like yeah they miss their friends. Mm -hmm. They're not asking me for playdates like they were before, but you right. know they have asked can we have a party when this is over and you know Aww. that kind of thing. Um, so, you know, they are thinking about when this is over and they have said the words, we hate coronavirus. So I know, <laughs> I know. that, yeah. I know that they are feeling it. I'm not saying that they're immune to this, but I just know that there are personality types, that there are children who have personality types that are different than mine that are climbing the walls. Like they, they are just, it's killing them that they can't, that they can't go be with their friends and go out and. Right. Whatever and different else. age groups. Like my oldest is yeah. 12. And so she's at that age where all she wants to do is like be social, be with her friends. Um, one of her friends had like a walk by birthday celebration yesterday Aww. so that we walked by. But it was so awkward. Like Delilah's face got all red because she like couldn't go over and like be with her friends. She had to like stand by her parents and like. It was just a very like awkward thing. So she's at that stage where she just wants to be with her friends. And yeah. same for Harrison. I feel like he's four. So he's in preschool. So he wants to be like very hands on with his friends and like running and jumping and like, you know, all the things that preschool yeah. kids yeah. do. Aww. So we're, my kids just really are craving some social time. That's not each other. Not yeah. that they can't relate to each other, but I feel like they just end up fighting. Like they play nicely for like 10 minutes and then they're just like fighting. Yeah. That's just how it goes. Right. And mine are closer together in age and have a lot more similar interests. Mm -hmm. I That's think, helpful. yeah, um, yeah, it definitely helps that, you know, they both kind of like the same things and like they're, they're on a, they're on a real heavy Mario kick right now. They're really, really <laughs> loving Super Mario. Nice. So they are like turning all of their stuffed animals like into imaginary Mario characters and like they're playing Mario like not even like the video game version like they're playing mm -hmm. together like oh, and, and it's nice. it's it's cute to watch and but they were doing that stuff but they were doing that stuff before the coronavirus you know yeah, what I yeah. mean yeah and um Hannah can hear me because she just came in the room and just like <laughs> she's she's Are looking you? at me right now like <laughs> Like, you're talking about me. Caitlin, how are you enjoying your subscription to the Yay Day Paper Company? I love it. Since we can't leave the house right now, it's been so nice to have a digital service available for my crafting needs. 
I feel the same. Anytime I feel the urge to make something new, I, I just log into my Yay Day Paper Company account and there's tons of fun ideas there. And because it's a monthly subscription service, they add more stuff every few weeks that I can play with. I never get bored. Yes, and I don't feel like I'm breaking the bank because the monthly cost is so affordable. Plus, if I ever get stuck or feel like I don't know what to do, they have videos, online tutorials, and product guides built into the website, so I always find the help I need. Girl, I have needed those tutorials more than once. So have I, but the learning is what makes it so much fun. I know, and right now, Spiced Chaos listeners can subscribe for less than everyone else. Yes, they can. Use code SPICEDYAY to save $5 off a year-long Yay Day subscription and code SPICEDYAY15 to save 15% off anything in their online shop. That's right. Go sign up now, everyone. We're off to craft. So, um, one of the things that I know that Ashley likes to do is garden. Ah, yeah. And it's really funny to me that you also have a garden, Caitlin, because mm-hmm. this is not a topic that I can that I can speak to <laughs> at all. Oh. If a plant if a plant comes near me in any way, shape, or form, it like dies immediately. Well, um, I'm actually the same way. But so Brian, my husband, is the gardener. I just like am out there for moral support. Like I'll get my hands dirty and like do the things, but he's really like the master gardener. So what do you like to, what do you garden, Ashley? Do you, do you plant, do you, do you have food out there? Is it just flowers? Is it just to look at or do you eat it or? Yeah. So this year I started vegetables. Um, Last year I only did tomatoes because I've only been in, into gardening for about two years now. And so the first two years I felt like such a newbie, just practicing, experimenting, trial and error. And um, so this year I felt a little bit more like I got it under my belt. So I planted some Brussels sprouts. I planted cilantro. I planted, and this is all from seeds now. Uh So um, what else do I have? Lettuce, radishes, green onion, yellow and green peppers, and spinach. So I uh, planted all of those and um, they're starting to sprout up now. And it's so, so exciting seeing something sprout up from a seed. It's literally like the best. I I, <laughs> I go outside every single uh, break time during work and on my lunch break and I check my plants every single break I get because it's just so fascinating to see how much they grow in a few hours. It's mind blowing how much they grow. And um it's, it feels like, it, you know, you're creating life. Like, the only other way I know how to create life is by, you know, having a baby. And I'm not about to do that. <laughs> totally. <Yeah. laughs> I'm not about to do that. So I'm creating life through these plants. And it's it's honestly, like, so, so, so rewarding. And, um, of course, you know, when they get to the big enough size and they uh, start Uh, getting to the point where you can harvest them and, um, you know, get your lettuce and get your cilantro and get your cucumbers and tomatoes and make a whole um, salad out of it or, you know, uh, fry up some ground beef and make make tacos. It's like the best, most satisfying feeling in the world. So that's what I really love about it. And um, of course, I do flowers as well. It's incredible to, you know, see something so beautiful coming from dirt. It 
it's it's just shocking to me um, to see these beautiful and and uh, freshly the smells coming out of these flowers like the roses and the um, hibiscus and it's just like the 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 smell and the colors and the beauty coming from soil it's just mind blowing to me so I love it I love it. Yeah, I also really like, um, you know, eating stuff out of our garden. So yeah. last year we planted artichokes, which, which was really cool. Um, oh, and, fun. That's so fun. Yeah. And I didn't realize like how big an artichoke plant is. They're huge. Yeah. And I had never seen an artichoke flower before. So after they, so the artichokes, you know, they're all closed up like you see them in the store. But if you let them go longer, they'll open up into these really pretty purple flowers yeah. and they're gorgeous and I had never seen that before um and the same thing like with our apple trees like I had never really yeah. smelled like an apple blossom like it's close up and oh it's it's awesome so yeah. I love that my husband puts all that hard work into our garden yeah um, and I get to reap the benefits yeah same yeah. here we have an apple tree and they're blooming these beautiful little white flowers and yes the apple blossom smells amazing Mm-hmm. And um, we also had some tomato from our last year's tomato plants. Yum. We didn't plant any tomatoes this year, but all of a sudden we looked outside and we saw some sprouting up from, you know, t- the tomatoes that had fallen onto the ground and mm-hmm. are now blooming this year and now sprouting up this year. So we didn't, we didn't plant any tomato plants and we now have 22 of them. That's awesome. Tomatoes are really good at volunteering. We've noticed that yeah. too. Wow. 22 tomato plants. We're like, um, what are we going <laughs> to do with all these? <laughs> right. Garden fresh tomatoes are the best. Yes. Literally the best. Have either one of you, I don't know if being from over there on the West Coast. <laughs> West Coast is the best coast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I know that y'all think so. So I'll just let you have that. Um, <laughs> So, I mean, like, I, I can't attest to the fact that the time here is, like, the real time. <laughs> no, Pacific time is where it's at. Yeah, like, we're in the future. No, I mean, like, Stephanie Fleming is in the Pacific time, so it's got to be the real time, right? Well, well, I know, but, like, all the TV shows come on at my time. That's right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we just get them so, earlier. We just get to start them earlier. So, well, and that's, you know, I wouldn't hate that, like, to be yeah. honest with you. Like, if that was my life, I wouldn't hate that. But Right. Um, <laughs> so I, I will say that there is something very, very beautiful about um, being able to eat the food that you grow, because when my grandparents were still alive and they had a garden, I loved to eat their vegetables. But mm-hmm. have either one of you ever had a tomato sandwich? Oh my gosh. I was literally just thinking about that, Leanne. That is so weird that you said that. When we were talking about tomatoes, literally, I was like, I wonder if any of them have ever had a tomato sandwich. Oh my gosh. Can you get out of my head, please? No, you know, I live there. I have a special, I have a special (laughs) place. I'm not in your heart. I'm just in your brain. Oh my gosh. You're like (laughs) Facebook. They're like, here's a Facebook ad that you were something that you were just talking about. (laughs) I brain. It's funny, but, um, those tomato sandwiches popped up into my mind. Like, that's all we had last year was tomato sandwiches. Like, open face on one slice of bread, just tomato. Yes. <laughs> totally, with salt and pepper, oh, and mayonnaise. So yes. Good. Oh, my yeah. gosh. It's so good. And um, I don't, see, I don't put the salt and pepper on it, but I just love the sliced tomato. And it has to be fresh tomato. Like, I don't right. need your tomato from the food lying down the street, like, that just was <laughs> not in season or whatever. Like, I right. need... I, I need like the ones that are grown from someone's garden. Yeah. Um, 
And when they're like in season and they're super sweet. And then you put that little bit of mayonnaise on there with the bread. Oh, I just, I love a tomato sandwich. And see, I always thought that that was like a Southern thing. Oh no, that's like a world thing. We actually have, um, we own that. We own that, Caitlin. (laughs) You can can copyright that. We have a farm near us. It's called Bella Organic. Um, and it's on Sovie's Island. So it's like a 20 minute drive from my house, but they sell like boxes of heirloom tomatoes every year. So they're like the big juicy purple ones and the yellow ones and they come in all different colors. And my favorite tomato sandwich ever was a thick slice of a big heirloom tomato on a piece of like white bread with mayonnaise and salt and pepper. Oh, so so good. And it's and and filling too. Totally. Yeah. yeah. And cheap. I mean, tomatoes are pretty cheap. Cheap. And it is grow it in your backyard. It's even more cheap. (laughs) It's it's free. Well, okay. Well, I'm never going to do that, but (laughs) you might. Oh, come on. Try it. Really? What I tell myself. It's a lot of work. What I tell myself is you got nothing to lose. Like, what do you, what do you have to lose? Right. And I Um, bet Hannah and Daniel would love it. Like they would love going out there to water their little baby plants and like seeing how they grow and all the things. Yeah. They love doing that stuff at school because see their school has a vegetable garden Mm -hmm. and yeah. And they grow all that stuff at their school. So sometimes they bring stuff home from me, like for me from school. And I'm just like, what is this? Why did you just bring (laughs) home a bag of lettuce? (laughs) well you said that Andy just got his yard tools you were just telling me so you could create a little spot out there in the backyard my husband my husband just got we've been living in this house for eight years (laughs) so we've been homeowners for eight years and now we finally own um, a blower a weed eater and a chainsaw (laughs) perfect there you go yeah, and I don't know why he was like, all of a sudden, we have to buy all these things at one time. <laughs> I mean, quarantine life, man. Yeah. Well, I know. And he sends he sends me this list, like, it's just a grocery list. He's like, hey, could you also add in there a weed whacker, a blower, and a chainsaw? And I'm like, to the grocery list? <laughs> <laughs> and he's oh, like, well, so sometimes good. you order from Target. And I'm like, you want your weed whacker from Target? Like, I don't think that you do. No, Sears. Sears, my friend. <laughs> so No, Amazon, Caitlin. Everything comes from Amazon. I don't need I'm to know you, how the sauce is made. I just need it to come to the craftsman house. Craftsman from Sears. Craftsman Quickly. from Sears for life. Um, well, I think that ours is um, Black & Decker. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it when, when, it, when it arrived, it was a brand that I had heard of. So I okay. wasn't, yeah, so I was okay with it. But, um, yeah, so he has all this stuff. So he's going to go outside and like gut our backyard and like tear down everything and like cut down all these little, not like real trees that like we need for shade, but like those scraggly ones that just kind of get in your way and just scratch you when you walk past them. You know, you know what I'm talking (laughs) about? Like a baby tree. You're going to kill a baby tree. Um, yes. The thought of that makes me really happy, Caitlin. I I mean, I I can't happen though. We had to pull out some baby trees though, because if they would have been any bigger, they would have like destroyed the cement. Right. Yeah. I feel that too. Mm -hmm. Eventually they start to, you know, mess with the structural integrity of your home. (laughs) Right. So, um, yeah. So anyway, he's going out there to take care of all that. And when I say cut down a baby tree, I mean, its roots will probably still be there if we're honest. I don't think he's, uh, 
you know, it's, it'll have the potential for life somehow. Life will right. run away. Um, <laughs> but, you know, when I think about you out there gardening with Brian, I just get really tired. That That's all. Just, yes. I mean, it hurts my back for sure. And it really kills my manicure. Like I've had to start getting my gardening gloves. Oh, um, stop. You, you lost me. You <laughs> lost it. But I do love it. I I mean, like we have on our on our piece of property, which is like a regular house lot, we have over 30 fruit trees. We have kale, we have lettuce, we have tomatoes, um, we have goji berries, we have raspberries, blackberries. Like we have gotten really creative and like filled up our space. Yeah. So we have um, our whole front yard and our whole backyard are veg- like edible garden. My husband refuses to grow anything that you can't eat. I do have two hydrangea bushes that I love that I refuse to let him take out. Um, but yeah, we, that's something that we've really liked. Um, our figs are coming on this year, which is amazing. If you like figs, we have some trees. You're going to have figs. We are. I love figs. We have, I think 10 fig trees this year. So we should have a whole bunch and we have ducks. So we're going to have duck eggs. So, I mean, if, if everything goes to crap, at least we'll be able to survive. Yeah. Okay. Well, the only thing that I really want to grow Mm -hmm. is cilantro. Do it. Do it. It's super easy. That would be super easy. We grow parsley and it's basically the same thing and it takes off. It's basically a weed. Yeah. Okay. It, it yeah. grows itself, basically. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Just okay. throw some cilantro seeds out there, water it, and it'll grow. It'll be just okay. Fine. So that's Especially what I'm gonna try. Weather. Yeah. Now, Andy hates cilantro. Is does he have that thing where it tastes like soap? Is he yeah, one of those? He thinks, mm-hmm, but <gasps> I love it. Crazy. Like, I I love to put it all over my taco so that it yes. tastes like so that it tastes like. You know, cilantro with a side of taco. Like, (laughs) yeah, exactly. I'm the same. Yeah, same. And I, I like to make, I like to make homemade salsa that Mm -hmm. tastes so strong of cilantro that you're like, wait, what? What You know, (laughs) like, um, so watering. Yes, I know. We've talked about food for quite some time. I know. Um, (laughs) Well, we're healthy food. food. Yeah, healthy food. Um, Yeah. Yeah, so that would be my one thing. Cilantro and basil. I love those are my two like favorite herbs. You could even grow those inside. Just get yourself a little herb garden and put it in your windowsill. You could yeah. totally do that. Wow. And see, then then I wouldn't even have to go outside because you know how you I would hate that. No, and you could probably even order like an herb garden kit on Amazon. It would come right to your door. Do it. And then the guy who delivers it can plant it for me. And then I'll just be like. <laughs> no, no, your kids can because they're all Montessori. They probably already know how. Oh, I guarantee you that they know how to plant all of those things. I, I, they probably have. All. And see, if Daniel had brought me home like a bag of basil, mm-hmm. then that would have been different. Instead, it was like, here's a random bag of leaves that might be edible. <laughs> make yourself a salad. That's what we make all of our salads from our garden because we have kale, we have chard, we have some lettuce some spinach out there. So, and my husband eats mostly like raw fruits and vegetables. And so we're constantly making salad. And so um, we use all of our garden greens. We get some cabbage sometimes to like fill in, but most of our garden greens make our like weekly salads. That's so awesome. I'm this awesome. Been, envious this is, of your huge garden. This has been horticulture. Spice <laughs> chaos. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> One more thing on our horticulture thing. The most fun thing, Leanne, that I ever planted that I really liked were pumpkins. 
because you get to like watch them grow all summer and change from like the green to the orange and then you get to like cut them with your kids in like around Halloween time if you do that that was probably the most fun thing that I've ever grown so you're gonna grow some things I would do your herb garden maybe a tomato because they're pretty easy to grow and then some pumpkins that's what I would pumpkins just grow on the ground like you just throw like yeah Yeah. and they'll volunteer they're so easy to take care of Okay, yeah. and then think of all the things that you can do with pumpkin. Like, Yeah, you could make a pumpkin soup. You could make a pumpkin pie. You could carve it for a jack-o'-lantern. I you have a pasta recipe that calls for pumpkin. Perfect. There you go. You could puree it. Just throw it in your blender. Yeah, wow. all of that. See, now all of this sounds really good. I love it for inspiring you to start a garden. <laughs> yeah, but, see, but then I'm going to go downstairs and I'm going to be like, nah, I'm just going to eat these Cheetos with these tweezers. And I'm I'll just check gonna... in on your gardening. I'll check in. I'll be like, do you have ducks yet? Are you at the duck level? No, you know I have enough animals here. <laughs> Put the guinea pigs out in the garden. I bet they'd love that. Don't they eat oh, like vegetables please. and stuff? Oh my gosh, I would miss them so much. They would run away immediately. <laughs> no, just take them out there for a bit. Oh, put them on there. Don't they have like leashes? I'm assuming that you might have like a little leash for your guinea pigs. No, um, I'm not. I'm not there yet, Caitlin. Okay. I, <laughs> I ordered harnesses for the ducks to take them on walks. No lie. Oh my gosh, that's fun. You have to record that. I sure will. Shut up. You did not really. <laughs> I sure did. I sure did. I'll I'll link it on my Instagram if anybody wants to see it. Okay, is it a is it a full on duck harness or is it just like yeah. a pet harness? It's like a it's for a duck. It's made for I a duck. Know. I never so would have thought. Where? <laughs> let me guess. Amazon. Yes, Amazon. Yeah, correct. Okay. All right. Wow. All right. That's the answer to all the world's problems apparently. <laughs> Amazon. Mm-hmm. Oh shoot! <laughs> wow. Well, Ashley, don't you have a cat? What's your cat's name? I do. No ducks, but a cat. Hey, I got a, a little gray cat that I got actually when I lived in Canada. So he's my Canadian cat, and his name is Toby. Are you from Canada? No, I'm. Well, my family is. My dad was born there. My grandma was born there. And so it was really easy for me to get my Canadian citizenship since my father was born there. Um, All I had to do was, you know, prove that he was born there and that he wasn't naturalized to the United States until after I was born. And um, my I got my Canadian citizenship a few months later. So that was back in 2012. Yeah. And as soon as I graduated high school, like a month after I moved to Canada, Um, Just to try it out to see like where, you know, my family comes from originally. Um, They they come from Quebec, which is the Mm -hmm. French area of Canada. So that was a real huge transition to go, you know, across the the country uh, to, you know, to a different country and to a different language on top of that. Um, so that was, it's, it was a huge, huge experience. Um, so I went there in June of 2012 and then around December um, I um, adopted my kitty cat from a friend of mine. I had made her, her cat had kittens. So I got my first cat out in Canada, my first pet as an adult. And then uh, I moved back to California, moved back home about four years after that in 2016. And uh, of course took Toby with me. And so he is my Canadian boy. (laughs) Oh, do you speak French then? I'm assuming since you lived in Quebec for four years that you speak French. Yeah, I speak a little bit. I'm more so I can understand it and read it better. Um, since, you know, speaking to people 
once they knew I was from California and spoke English, they, they just wanted to speak English to me and wanted mm-hmm. to know all about ca- California. And um, mm-hmm. so it's just easier to talk in English uh, throughout my, t- my time there. But yeah, I learned, I learned and uh, I've lost it a little bit <laughs> since coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Our good friend, Renee, Renee V. Creates, she, I think, oh, lives man. in the French speaking area of Canada as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she does. Yeah, she lives in Sudbury. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I knew the name, but I couldn't think of it. Yeah. Um, and I might have said that wrong. So, Renee. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, you can correct me. Or I may be totally off on the name of... Um, I have, we have several friends that, um, that are in the planner community that, that live in Canada. Yeah. Um, Lori Dean. A, yeah. Lori Dean lives in Canada. Um, plan positives lives in mm-hmm. Canada. Yeah. And, um, then there's a shop that I really like that I mentioned a couple episodes ago, cute cut craft. And, um, oh, they nice. live, she's in, I want to say she's in Calgary or close to Calgary. Oh, wow. Um, okay. That's Canada, right? I'm right. Yeah, totally is. Yeah, that's a cold area of Canada from what I know anyways. Yes. She's got a kit that's got like the mountains. The, oh, the, fun. Like, the beautiful like Calgary, like snow covered. And, um, you know, it's possible that I'll hear back after this episode that everything that I've said is wrong and I'm going to need to correct. <laughs> correct us on your Canadian history. <laughs> yes, because I, I don't. I don't know very much about Canada, but I do know this. That is awesome that you left high school and said, okay, I'm going to go and do this because there's a part of me that wishes that I had left home and explored the world a little bit more than I did. I know that Caitlin did a semester abroad. Yep. Um, I lived in the UK for like eight months. That's awesome. And Mm -hmm. that sounds incredible. Now I have traveled quite a bit and I don't hesitate to travel. Um, Yep. But as far as like living anywhere else, um, I have never lived, I've lived in South Carolina and I've lived in North Carolina, but I have never lived outside of a Carolina. (laughs) And, um, and it's not because I have like a fear of it. It's just, that's not the way my life went. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, and you know, when you choose your college, a lot of times I feel like, you know, people choose their college, like kind of based on their gut, you know, like when you get there, like you can tell if it's the right place for you to go. Right. And when I found my college, which happens to be in South Carolina, um, I knew that's where I needed to go. So I only ended up going out of, out of like, I only ended up leaving and going about 45 minutes away from home for, mm-hmm. for college. Yeah. And then post undergrad, anything that I've done past undergrad, I did locally because I was married and had kids and had a job. And yeah. so, you know, it's just, I, I, my husband and I have discussed going and living in the UK or, you know, packing everything up and moving and going somewhere else and trying something else. And, but, you know, occasionally you start to feel like that that part of your life might have passed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. But how brave did you have anyone like go with you or was it just you? I mean, you said that you had family there, but um, was, Um, were you scared? Did that make you nervous? Like how, what was that? What, what was that like? Um, I wasn't nervous at all. I was really, really excited. Um, it felt like a whole new chapter in my life. So I was ready for it. Um, you know, graduating high school, I was ready for something new and big and exciting. Um, And that's how you feel when you get out of high school, like you're unstoppable. Unstoppable. Exactly. 
That's the time to do it for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the year before I moved there, I went out and visited. Um, I do have um, some aunts and uncles and then some older, um, like my grandma's sisters and and stuff. So they're a little bit older than my grandma. Um, But um, I went and visited one of my aunts and uncles uh, the year before. And they had had um, in the past like foreign exchange students come and stay at their house. Mm -hmm. So I had asked them if I could come and stay at their house um, for a few months uh, you know, thinking about wanting to to move there in Canada. And they said, sure, no problem. We have a, an extra room. And, you know, we've done this before with foreign exchange students. So sure, come on, come on down. So the the next year after I graduated high school, that's exactly what I did. I, I flew out by myself to Canada and my aunt and uncle picked me up from the airport. I lived with them for about uh, three months, maybe three or four months. And um my cousin's friends um, took me down to Montreal, which was about an hour from their house and uh, maybe two hours. And I looked at one apartment and I told the landlord that, you know, I'm, I'm coming from California. I don't have a job yet, but I can pay for two months of rent and I'll find a job within two months. And if I don't, then you can kick me out. And if I do, then, you know, I'll continue to pay rent. And so she said, that sounds like a good deal. I gave her two months of rent. And then I found a job at the end of my block. It was like this little restaurant called Barbie's Bar and Grill. And um, I was a, a, what's called a bar back where I helped out the waiters and waitresses uh, fulfill the drink orders, uh, the to-go orders, the desserts, things like that, since I couldn't socialize or, you know, talk to the customers. It was mainly French. So I just helped out the waiters and waitresses. And, um, yeah, so there was about an entire year where I didn't even leave my block because I was just going from my house to work, from my house to work. I didn't have a car. I would take a taxi to the grocery store in the in the middle of the winter. I remember my very first winter there. Um, I would I wouldn't even go to the grocery store. I would just order five or six dinners from the restaurant I worked at and take them all home for leftovers for the week. Because, uh, you know, I'd get an employee wow. discount for dinners and just take them home because I couldn't do I didn't know how to maneuver in the in the extreme, extreme colds and extreme snow. And it was just it was a real experience to have to maneuver that my, my first year. Yeah, that sounds so cool. And from what I've heard that, um, so if you don't have like dual citizenship in Canada, it's Mm -hmm. actually really challenging to move there. Like you really have to be vested. And I think you have to like live there for a year and like have a job. And like, it's really difficult for people to to move there. So I think that's such a cool experience that you got to have. Yeah, Yeah, that's amazing. And you know what, Caitlin, I bet she needed a coat. I bet you did too. Oh, oh yeah. What is your what kind of coat did you have? Do you have a particular brand that kept you the warmest? Just so oh, we can share it. Oh, it's probably going to be really cliche. Um, I didn't get it my first year, but mm-hmm. I think within the two years or three years of being there, I got a really nice, nice, expensive jacket called a Pejar. Mm-hmm. And oh my goodness, oh, yeah. it's like everybody and anybody wore a Peugeot jacket like if you didn't have a Peugeot jacket then you were not Canadian <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's perfect look at that. my Peugeot jacket <laughs> all right so next time if we if we're both going to Chicago this year I might need to pick up a Peugeot to keep me yeah. warm oh, they're- oh well I still have my coat from when I went before and I oh you did you, one. I thought you were leaving it there <laughs> I no, I managed to pack up all that Chicago Planner Conference swag and my coat and all the makeup that I bought at Sephora and everything. 
I managed to get everything packed into my double suitcases. Like I had two Perfect. suitcases and I got all that stuff home, but I brought home that coat. <laughs> so good. I love that. Yeah. It's because a, um, I'm remembering another brand right now too, that um, a Canadian goose jacket. Is oh, it a okay. Canadian brand? No, this, no. this, this coat, I don't know what it is. It's from Amazon or somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, Leanne's favorite place to shop. Yeah. And it was just kind of like, where oh. can I find the least ugly coat? Right. <laughs> See, I don't really mind if it's ugly, but in, in Portland, at least, it needs to be waterproof, like not water resistant, because I have gotten tricked into buying water resistant before, but it needs to be waterproof. So the North Face and Columbia are like my go-to brands. Yeah, North Face is good, too. Yes. Okay. But North well, Face would not keep me warm in Canada. It would, oh, really? Uh, it would not. It's it's um the wind. The wind oh. is so strong. And that's what I've heard about Chicago, too. So I'm yeah. going to look into that Pejar coat and pick that up. I'm crossing my fingers that Chicago is happening because Leanne is talking me every day more and more into going to Chicago. Yeah, I know. We need you there. You will love it so much. Oh, those um, Pejar jackets are an investment, though. I don't mind. Oh. I have I have a $350 Lily Jade bag. I don't mind investing in nice things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can get a nice coat. And, I you can. know, you do live in the Pacific Northwest, so you can True. use a coat other times. Yeah, we go to the mountain and stuff. Yeah, for me, though, it was kind of like, okay, in North Carolina, the most I ever need is like a light jacket. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it's April 26th. You just need a life jacket from yes. this congeniality. Yes, that's right. Um, oh, I love that movie. I yes. watched that today. All um, right, you do it. You do it. <laughs> so, but no, I just, I felt like I didn't want to say I was wasting my money, mm -hmm. but it was a bummer to have to purchase a coat for like a three day trip. But yeah. I, I mean, I needed it. I mean, there, there were times that I actually was happy that I had the coat on. Right. Of course. And, you know, when have I ever in my life been happy about wearing a coat? I mean, like I have you anyone who's been a longtime listener of this show knows that I have a serious problem with coats. And I just uh, it just it was hard. But I mean, I put it on and I wore it and I was fine. And um, I can't imagine the Canada winter. I really can't. Like right. that takes I was about to say that takes some that takes some real cojones to move <laughs> To move from beautiful California where you would never have to buy a coat ever. Um, I had to, I remember like watching, I remember I went to, when I finally did get a car, um, I went to the grocery store with my car. I did my groceries inside and I came back out to my car and it was covered in snow. And I'm like, well, what do I do? I've never had to unbury my car from snow before. And I literally remember like looking around in the parking lot and like watching other people, how they did it, like what they used, how they didn't like cover themselves with snow while br brushing it off of their car. It was like, uh, I had to observe people. Here's a little California girl, like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> so what did you do? Like, what? I would just, I would just say, well, I live here now. Yeah, I feel like I just live in this car. <laughs> I've always wanted buy... to live in my car, and now I do. <laughs> you have to buy, like, certain tools and stuff. Like, they have, like, scrapers and brushes and shovels and... Wow. And you're in the, just like the trunk of your car. You just bring it everywhere. Yeah, you bring it everywhere. And what's crazy, though, as soon as you open your door, all the snow just blows inside of your car. 
So it's oh my ugh, gosh, that's yeah. crazy. No, thank you. That's just so not. Why do people like? Why do people live there? Like, <laughs> come down to North Carolina and live here, where we get one day of snow a year and everything stops. There's no school. Everybody panics. <laughs> I think it keeps you young. I think the cold weather it preserves you. <laughs> it keeps you on your toes. It might. It might. You have to be on high alert. But see, like. You know, one of the things that I've always thought about, especially now as a, you know, I keep saying as a homeowner, I mean, we've lived here for eight years, but um, <laughs> know, it feels so weird to be a homeowner. Though. It does. It really does. Um, I, I, I don't really recommend it or would say that I even like it really. Um, because, you know, if something breaks here, then we're responsible for fixing it. I miss being able to just call the landlord and say, Hey, this is broken. Can you come and fix this please? Yeah. Um, but the pipes freeze. Like wow. we have, we have one pipe in our house that if we don't babysit it, like if it gets below 28 degrees here, this pipe will freeze if we don't babysit this pipe. Oh, wow. So like Andy will stay up all night and like check the water all the time. Like he'll set a, he'll set an alarm and like every couple of hours he'll get up and like run the water. And like, he leaves it like dribbling all night long. And like, now we only get those nights, like maybe a handful of times every winter. But I can't imagine, I mean, they must have to have some kind of special way to build a house in a place that's going to be that cold. Oh, yeah. I don't even know what they do for the pipes or anything. Oh, I remember one time there was ice building up on the inside of my window. Like I had to scrape oh inside of my house window. I took like a card and was like scraping ice off of the inside of my house. <laughs> wow. That is, that is no. so, that is colder. That is colder than I've ever experienced before. I just know it. Um, See, I feel like I would love that. I, cause I, I think you would. Hot, I hate hot weather. Um, I've been tempted to move to the Oregon coast where it doesn't ever get above like 70 degrees. It's pretty cold. Um, I feel like I would just love that. I love cold weather. I love snow. Um, I don't know. I just feel like I'd really like it. I think my husband would hate it though. Cause he couldn't garden there. <laughs> right. And I feel, um, very inconvenienced by snow. Oh yeah. really? Yeah. You See, know? I'm, I'm kind of the same way. Cause we don't get very much snow like in Portland. If it's like a dusting, they'll cancel school. Yeah. Um, that's the way we are too. Yeah, so we don't, like, get that much snow, but I feel like I've always, ever since I was a kid, I've always gotten so excited by snow. Did you get excited when you saw the snow, or were you just like, gosh dang it, I hate this? At first, I got really, I would get really excited, and then after a few weeks of it, it's it's a lot. It's so mm-hmm. much. There's so, so, so much snow in the winters of Canada and Montreal. It is mind blowing the piles and piles and how often this the snow sweepers have to come by and just pile it up on the sides of the road and it's like a mountain of snow on the side of the on the road it's insane and the the trucks piled of trucks uh you know just piled to the top of snow it's it's literally it was mind-blowing the amount that comes down and um how big the flakes are I remember one time it was like the flakes look like feathers coming down just huge 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 flakes and yeah it's it's beautiful but also like it get it got to the point where you're like okay enough is enough (laughs) I'm it takes me 20 minutes to get dressed you know to put on all these extra clothes and 20 minutes to take it all off again when I get somewhere and 
um, unbearing your car and trying to warm back up when you go inside somewhere, it, it really became uh, a nuisance almost. I was like, all right, I miss my warm weather. I miss California. I'm a, I'm yeah. a girl at heart. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. happened to my best friend. She went to grad school in Minnesota. Oh, and no. she didn't. Okay, so she left. She lived in an apartment, and so it was like street parking basically. Yeah. And one night, the like the first night she got there, she left her car on the street, and the like snow plow had come through, literally covered yeah. her car in snow. Yeah. And she was like, I don't even know what to do. Like, I yeah. have no idea. You can't get out. There's no yeah. way to get out. She's like, I'm not going to class today. I'm just, I'm just home. Yeah, and if, like, you think about the logistics of having to unbury your car from yep. on the street, like, where do you put the snow? You can't, <laughs> you can't put it in the street because then you can't get out. Yep. Where do you put it? You can't walk over to the sidewalk and just start piling it up over there. It's like Well, and imagine the time. Like, your entire yeah. car is covered. <laughs> yeah. You have to allow, like, an hour to unbury your car. It's Right. It's yeah. a, a fiasco. Well, and <laughs> yeah. you know, what was hard for me, what was hard for me in Chicago was that like Katie and I went out into Chicago like to shop. Mm-hmm. And it was cold enough outside that when we were outside and we were walking the streets of Chicago, we needed to have on our coats. Mm-hmm. But then we go into a teeny tiny little store like Sephora. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> It is 99 degrees inside (laughs) of Sephora. So, you know, you have a choice. You can carry your huge 40-pound puffy coat, Mm -hmm. or you can wear it and sweat to death while you're trying to (laughs) look at the makeup. So right. Oh my every, god. Every time I caught a glimpse of myself in one of those Sephora mirrors, I was drenched. Like I was looking at my face. Not just looked, glowing, just drenched. No, no, there was no glow. This was like puffy cheeks. Like I had been like working out. This was like hardcore. Like Leanne has just run a marathon and she is sweating like, oh, it was awful. And Katie got me this really, really awesome um like hat, like beanie hat that I could mm-hmm. wear. And I mean, I remember we would go into a store and I would take that thing off and I would be like, (laughs) oh, I would like audibly sigh because my head was so hot that when I would take that thing off and like the cool air would hit my face, I was just like, oh, (laughs) (laughs) and it just, it just made me so happy to live down South where, you know, you can go shopping in an outdoor location and just kind of like, Ooh, it's, it's cold to like nip in and out of like Mm -hmm. a store here and there, but you're not bothered by it so much that you like have to wear your heavy coat to go shopping. Yeah. Um, Right. Cause I don't want to carry a coat while I'm shopping. No. Right. It's the same way in Portland, even though it's like pouring down rain, it'll be pretty, it'll be so mild. It'll be like forties and fifties. So I'll be like, okay, do I like get soaking wet running into the store or yeah. do I put on my coat? Because if you're a Portland native or a Pacific Northwest native, you don't use an umbrella. Like we just, we don't, <laughs> we don't do that here. Um, so we can always tell who's visiting cause they have the umbrellas. Um, so it's like you either wear your coat or you're getting wet. And most of the time I'm like, I'm not taking the coat. I'm just going to run. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Yeah. The rain, and maybe after a while the rain would bug me, but rain rain doesn't bother me as much as having to put on a coat. I would just brave the rain and just get wet. And then when I, when I get into the store, I'll dry off. 
Exactly. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like, it's usually like a 10 foot run. Like if you're thinking about going to a mall, you're just like running until you get to the overhang of the building. Yeah. And we do that here. It rains here too. So, you yeah. know, like there have been times when I've had both kids and it's been pouring down rain and we're like, okay, we're going to go play at the mall. And then we like run into the rain, you know, through the rain. To yeah. Get to the mall. <laughs> Those um, dang kids, they slow me down though. I'm like, could you please move your legs faster? I can no, down. mine want to run off ahead of me. Like, oh, geez. Or like standing there unbuckling the car seat and your whole back is getting so oh yeah that's the worst (laughs) oh no yeah that is that's the worst I'll take my California weather (laughs) absolutely and that's obviously why you moved back I mean (laughs) not the only reason I'm sure that there were other reasons but you know I bet getting back to the nice California weather was probably a release Mm -hmm. um so speaking of California you are going to go wild yeah. Yay! I'm Yay. so excited. Okay. okay. Yeah. So I I thought that I knew that. Like I I thought that are you are you in our are you in our DM group? I think, I think that she you is. are. Yeah. I don't know. I think there's with a- Heather and everyone. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Because um we're in I'm in a couple different groups mm-hmm. and um I don't really remember like from day to day like who all is in which one. So because yeah. they are um, packed. Yeah. They are packed and they're fairly active. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and it's it's really awesome. I feel like that by the time we actually do get there in a year and twenty eight thousand months, um, <laughs> three hundred and ninety days from today. Oh. oh God, that sounds so far away. Um, <laughs> I feel like that by the time we actually get there, we will all know each other so well that we'll be like. <laughs> Well, we've had two fights. We've, um, Um, (laughs) you know, like we're all going to be basically sisters by the time we, um, finally get to go wild. So that's right. And Um, someone was telling me that we're like the, when go wild happens, it's not going to be the squad that's being chosen right now. It's going to be the new, new squad. And that like closed my mind. That blows my mind. That is so crazy to me that like, by the time we get to go wild, there's going to be like a brand new squad of people that we're like, we haven't even met. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) That's crazy. Oh my gosh. I can't believe you just said that. Like my head hurts thinking about that. I feel like I'm in plannerception right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's like (laughs) the squad within the squad. So speaking of the squad and planners and everything, what does your planner lineup look like right now? Right now, I'm using my skinny classic and um, a classic for school. So just two. Nice. Yeah. Keeping it simple. Yeah. I had more in the beginning of the year, and then I kind of combined my two skinny classics to one, so I Franken-planned that. And I did have a journal, but I kind of have stopped journaling, Um, so... Just two. Yeah. And how many planners are in that classic, that, that classic that you have? Like how many? Because when we say just two, we mean we have two books. Right. <laughs> <laughs> because even as an Erin Condren girl, I have several things coiled into my Erin Condren. Like I have figured out how to Frankenplan an Erin Condren pretty well. Nice. So, yeah, I've come over from the happy planner land and have taken multiple Erin Condren planners and coiled them together. So... Um, you know, I, all the things that I learned from the happy planner, I then put into my Erin Condren life. 
Um, but yeah, do you have anything like Frankenplant? What is your, um, and I know that I could just go and like stalk your Instagram and know this stuff, but I can't remember what everybody's using all the time. So what kind of, what, what kind of spreads, like what kind of layouts are you looking at for school? Like what do you use for school? Yeah. So I guess that's so true with the Frankenplanting. I've got four altogether then. And then the four are broken down into just two separate ones. So for school, um, the school classic size planner, it's a uh, Franken plant with another classic size planner for my handwriting challenges. So oh. I have one section that's got all of my school notes, just um, mostly just blank paper that I just jot down notes on, or um, I have those assignment insert pages in there so I can write down the assignments for each day, which has been even more helpful. Those assignment pages with the doing school online. Um, so I can really yeah. see like the assignments that I have versus when I was going on campus, I knew that whatever I had do was the next class day. So it wasn't really mm-hmm. something I had to write down. It was just, oh, this is due next time I go to class. So I've got to make sure I do it. Um, and so those are my two, um, in my school, uh, for my school and my handwriting challenge. And then in my, uh, skinny classic, I have the skinny classic wrong, wrong that I use basically as my like catch all every day. Um, it's got every um, appointment or all of my to do's, all of my errands, um, anything that I have for every single day. And then I have it Franken plant with um, another skinny classic. Um, I don't know the name of it. Oh, I think it's a squad squad goals one. And it, that one I use for my social media. So um, whether I want to do a before the pen for that day, I'll write down before the pen and then I'll write down if I did the picture, if I did the edit and if I did the description. So I'll write down all three of those little steps that I need to do for my post. And, um, and then I have sections for my to do health, store, planner ideas, Instagram, um, recommendations, contacts, and miscellaneous. So I have all these different tabs where um, I have different sections. And these little tabs that I created are the most helpful because I wouldn't know where else I would put my to-do list, where I would put my contacts for the doctors, where I would put um, my grocery list, where I would put all the planner ideas and planner spreads that I have and um, miscellaneous um, papers and um, recommendations when someone says like oh you should watch this show I open up my recommendations tab and write that show down or you know oh this restaurant you should try it out I'll go to my recommendations tab and I'll write that restaurant down so I have this whole section of just basically um, miscellaneous uh, tasks and things so that's my whole catch-all planner well you sound really very organized (laughs) totally yeah I try so when I sent you these notes um, it's about time for our currently page. Okay. Caitlin, do you think yeah. it's currently page time? Yeah, I think so. Leanne, I saw that picture you posted the other day and your top was so cute. Where did you get it? Girl, you know I got it from Chic Soul. Ooh, I just placed an order with them last night. It's addicting. Yes, it is. My last order had jeans tops, a dress, two rompers, and some earrings. I think I go a little nuts on their website. Same. Your order sounds just like my last order, too. And you know what? What? Everything always fits so perfectly. I just can't stop ordering. Me, too. I never get a box I don't love. And now that it's spring, it's time to get those summer wardrobes ready. 
Yes, ma'am. And don't forget that the Spiced Chaos family can save 15% with code SPICED15. That's right. That's S-P-I-C-E-D-1-5. All right. Let's go shopping. Bye, friends. Caitlin, do you ever wish your planner was more fashion forward? (laughs) What do you mean? I just got an amazing new sticker book from the fashion artist Rong Rong DeVoe. Isn't she the fashion artist that has cute coffee mugs, lunch totes, and art prints at TJ Maxx and Hobby Lobby? Yep, that's her. I would love to have more fashion girls in my planner. How can I get my hands on her products? You can head over to shoprongrong.com and browse all of her one-of-a-kind hand-drawn items at your leisure. Oh, yeah. Did she just send Spice Chaos listeners a promo code? She sure did. Our listeners can enjoy 10% off their entire purchase at shoprongrong.com with promo code CHAOS10. That's C-H-A-O-S-1-0. Happy Happy shopping. shopping! Um, did you make notes yeah. about your currently page or are you, are you just like off the cuff today? I did make some notes, but you oh. of them, I don't even know what. <laughs> <laughs> All right. A little um, mix and match. I love yeah, it. yeah. 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 Okay. So last week we started at the end of the currently uh-huh. page. Well, the, what is the end? <laughs> right. I mean, really, it's just a list of things. Like, we could kind of go in any order that we want to. I just got kind of tired of reading being first. I don't Uh know if anybody else feels the same. (laughs) Um, I'm good with whichever. But, um, Caitlin, I want for you to go first this time and just pick whatever one you want. Oh, we're going random. Okay. I want to go deep right now with Ashley. What are you you feeling right now? I'm feeling good and optimistic. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm really (laughs) optimistic. Yes. I know that there's a lot happening in the world, a lot of things going on, and I'm just optimistic that things are just going to be, you know, turning out for the better for what everybody, um, what the world kind of needs right now. We, you know, I'm optimistic trying to look on the bright side of things Um, every single day about, about this coronavirus. I try to look on uh, the good side of things of what's happening out of it. Like the the nature is thriving and uh, families are being more uh, reconnected and, you know, just trying to look at the great side, the good side. So I'm just being really optimistic. Totally. Yeah. And that things are kind of slowly reopening is starting because I've described on here a couple of times that I'm an anxious human. Um, So seeing things kind of get back to like somewhat of a normal, I know it's going to be like a normal on a variation, but like seeing things that are reopening, seeing, you know, those downward trends of cases and that kind of thing makes me Mm -hmm. um, also feel optimistic. So I'm there with you. Yeah. Yeah. I like that you said that nature is thriving. Yeah, it really is. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. I have seen some beautiful pictures of the earth from space. Mm-hmm. and how like the sky is clear and how things are changing just over like certain cities mm-hmm. um you know just with the the change in the traffic patterns and um mm-hmm. one of the things that i have noticed is um and y'all tell me if this is happening to you we have more bugs than we did before yeah. i feel like we do too i feel like there's a lot of ants this year yeah what and i i, I don't know if it's because things have slowed down and 
there's less people outside to step on them or <laughs> their, you know, their environment is less threatened than it used to be or whatever. But I feel like that all of the little critters that are outside are trying to come in. Um, <laughs> They're because, yeah. Like, like, Hey, where y'all at? Like what is going on? Well, I have a theory in Oregon because we didn't get a good freeze. Like it never really snowed. We didn't get an ice storm or anything. It didn't like decrease that population size this winter. And so we have just the same amount of bugs that we had plus some new ones. Oh my gosh. This is why I love you because that is the best, (laughs) that is the best answer for me that I've ever heard Perfect. (laughs) because just, just saying, well, the humans are not outside anymore. So the bugs are all coming out. Doesn't make any sense at all. But for you to say, well, we didn't have any freezing because we didn't really have any freezing here either. Uh Uh-huh. And now I really do feel like that we have twice the number of bugs this year. Yes. Um, and I mean, like it's driving my children crazy because every time they see a bug, they have to like, they have to have a freak out every time they see <laughs> one. My kids are the opposite. They're like, look at my pet. And they'll like bring me a spider. <laughs> they love them. <laughs> they adopt it. They do. And I'm like, okay, you just keep that. Like, you just keep that like really hairy spider. <laughs> no, no, no. Mine, mine are just the opposite. Like mine, we have a, we, they have a shoe in the den that is their ant killing shoe. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know Harrison came in and he was like crying the other day and I was like, what happened? And he's like, Pete bit me. And I'm like, okay, wait. <laughs> like, is this some human that walked by or what? And then he showed me this huge beetle. And I was like, well, why did he bite you? And he's like, I was trying to hold him. And I was like, probably not that one. He probably yeah. Want to be oh my Maybe you shouldn't ever touch that, ever. <laughs> so funny. Oh, oh Pete. I love how he's just ran. He's given it this name. Like, you should know who this is, Mom. I know. Yeah. Pete bit me. <laughs> like, what is wrong with you that you don't know Pete. Like we've been best friends for 28 minutes. Well, you know, and I know that our bug problem here has nothing to do with your, how you're feeling. (laughs) Um, But that's, that's how it goes here is that we can take anything and and run it in the wrong direction. um, Instead of the nasty bugs, what about the the, the nice bugs like uh, butterflies. Have you guys been seeing a lot of those? We've been seeing tons of butterflies here. Mm, not what so much here. We have no. a ton of ladybugs, though, oh. that are happening in the garden. Nothing. Nothing pretty here. It is just <laughs> the bottom of the barrel of bugs. Like, <laughs> well, we have murder hornets in the Pacific Northwest and oh, other new, oh, apparently. Just, no, 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 no. Like, I, 2020 yeah. can go. 2020 I, can go. <laughs> I know. And I remember when we were all setting up our planners for 2020 and like, because it was this like turnover year, everybody's like, yeah, 2020 is my year. I'm going to get it. And then then it just went in the toilet. No. And it took, first of all, it started with the longest month that we've ever experienced because January was legitimately four and a half months long. That's right. Yeah. And then everything went downhill from there. It's like as soon as they said the word global pandemic, we were like, um, let's go back to 2019, please. But this one, my gosh, like it can't get it. Let me just say that. Like, (laughs) like, it just it it just can't it just can't get there. So I'm I'm just kind of like and Daniel, my you know, my son Daniel, the other day, he was like, is May ever going to be over? He asked me this. (laughs) 
Wow. I feel the same thing. I was like, it's like not even, it's not even over yet. (laughs) I know. I was like, are we still in single digits here, May? (laughs) Like what, what is going on? Like, I feel like we're at 16. We're at the 16th now. We're doing good. We're at the halfway point. Like we're at the checkpoint. What else do we have on this currently list? All right. What are you eating? Are you eating anything interesting during this time? Um, I've been craving chips, like specifically mm. barbecue. Like, Ooh, story and, of my life. Ooh, yum. Yes. Craving chips all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Costco has these organic kettle barbecue chips right now Ooh. in Portland, and I just got some, and they're so good. So, uh, have you been like indulging this craving? Like, you've been getting them for oh, yourself? Oh, yeah. I feel really ridiculous because I order like three bags of barbecue chips on Instacart. And I'm like, this is not me hoarding. This is just for this week. Like, right. This is not me hoarding. This is just for Tuesday. Okay? Yeah, this like, is just what I eat. This is just my life now. Stop exactly. judging. Like, how dare you judge what I order from Instacart, you shopper? Exactly. Oh, my gosh. We always get four pints of ice cream and four bags of chips. Like, that's what we always get. Normal. <laughs> Yeah, like, just don't ask me where we get our regular food. <laughs> right. Um, well, barbecue chips are delicious. That's a good answer. Yeah. But I want to try these ones from Costco. That sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the Costco ones are good. Um, I love kettle chips because I don't, okay, maybe I'm a little, like, on the sensory spectrum. I don't know. But I have a like, texture thing. I, it's a texture thing. Like mm-hmm. I like how thick they are and yeah. the folded ones. Like I will dig through the bag to find the folded chips. I don't oh, know what I do. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I pulled out like three of them that were folded together the other day and legit felt like I had won the lottery. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. I could totally agree. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, I, um, I had an Instacart shopper yesterday that sent me a picture of the chip aisle (laughs) because the chips that we requested were not there. So she said, um, would you like to choose a different chip? (laughs) And I was like, well, yes, I would. And then I circled three different things. That's right. That's right. I felt like I was virtually shopping. It was awesome. Um, I like the Lay's sour cream and cheddar. Oh, those are good. We mm-hmm. we can't do sour cream at our house though with my little lactose babies. Oh, I always forget what's yeah, and it's got cheddar in it too. So all of that would just be bad for your children. No, it's Brian's fault. Brian is lactose intolerant too, so the kids got that from him. I. <laughs> can drink a gallon of milk in a day and be fine. Well, yeah. why don't you just, just give them one of those chips and see what happens. Just try oh, it out. It, like I, I have before we we've tested all the, the, the dairy options and it's, it's wow. like a, it's like a finger snap reaction for these kids. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's like wow. a diarrhea storm. <laughs> oh yeah. I was going to say a different word and then I remembered what show I was on. <laughs> um, I almost said it too. And then I was like, diarrhea sounds descriptive. I'm sure that listeners will love to hear the word diarrhea yeah, this morning. They would rather us say diarrhea than the S word because the S word is offensive. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for that visual, but that's what happens with my I'll little like, lactose well, baby. It's a poop storm, you guys. It's a poop storm. <laughs> All of you lactose people out there will relate. 
<laughs> I, I know. I told you, Caitlin, about that coworker that I had that ate pizza with us that one day, and she kept <laughs> telling us the entire time she was eating the pizza. Well, I'm severely lactose and gluten intolerant, but this pizza is so oh good, I'm just gonna keep eating it. Oh, I feel wow. like that's my kids at every class celebration that they ever have. They're both like, we're gluten and lactose intolerant, but this is so good right now. I know. And then later in the day, you have to deal with the ramifications of what they all eat night long. Yes. All, all night long. Yeah. All night long. Yep. Just like but, it's it's just like when you had your dog in the kennel. It's just oh. like that. Oh, just, no. Yeah, no, let's we have, yes. Let's not go to those, um, uh, <laughs> yeah, I won't, I'll keep it, I'll keep it clean. Yeah, we won't bring it back. We won't bring it back to there. The <laughs> listeners that have been with us for a long time know exactly what the dog did to the crate. Yeah, um, I, I know what you're referencing to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was right before Heather Kells. Uh, yes, yes, yeah, we was. talked about it on Heather's show. <laughs> yes, I know that was um that was like one of the most humbling days of my life for sure. I've never been the same. I have never been the same. Okay, so um, Caitlin, what's next? Oh shoot. Um, okay, I'm gonna actually go with reading. What are you reading okay. right now? Okay, I'm not. I'm not much of a, a reader. Um, but if I do read something, it's got it's usually to do with like self help or empowerment. Oh, perfect. Yeah, I'm right yeah. there with you. I I need to get that Amy Tangerine book. That's on my list. Yeah. Yeah, I have that book. Um, it photographs really well, but then <laughs> I, it doesn't read itself. Like <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I mean I'm actually gonna download it on Audible. Like that's actually what's gonna happen. Oh yeah. Wow. Have somebody else read it to you. That sounds that's that's definitely my jam. Uh-huh. I think for the Amy Tangerine one, it's it's um, not your typical kind of book book though. It's like it's like an interactive book where you literally like write on the pages and stuff. Oh, yeah. okay, oh, all right. I might see? pick up a hard copy of that. Yeah. I also Maybe get Stephanie Fleming's book too. Oh yeah, yeah. I pre-ordered that for sure. Oh, That's- I mm-hmm. me too. <laughs> yeah. Um, Maybe if I had actually gotten further in that book than I than I did, then I would have realized that I was supposed to be writing on the pages. I don't know. <laughs> um. Well, I feel like for me, like, okay, so I am an avid reader. Like, I have a degree in English, and, like, I love to read. I My mom says I taught myself to read before I went to kindergarten. Whatever. I just love to read. But I feel like ever since I had kids, I don't have a quiet moment to sit down and actually read a book. The yeah. only way that I can consume a book is from Audible right now, yeah. at least until my kids are both in school full time, which 2021, that's my year. <laughs> yes, I totally yes. agree with that. Like, I don't have the time to to sit down and read. And for me, when I when I want to make time to sit down and relax, um, I want my brain to rest and reading. Exactly. My brain is not resting. Totally. I am so there with you. I feel like that's why I watch reality TV because I could watch something like mentally stimulating or like the discovery channel or whatever, but because I am, I'm a parent, I'm a wife. And then my job is like to serve others. Basically. I feel like I just need to like shut everything off for a while. Your brain needs to do something that it doesn't have to work so hard to do. (laughs) Right. Shut her down, shut her down and feed her some alcohol. (laughs) Well, and you know, Heather Kell reads so much. She really does. She does. And like, she says that her goal is like six books a month. Well, oh, she's God. read like six books this week. Dude, you oh want to know? She's such a boss. Man. I know she what? is. What? Where, where, where is she getting this time? That, that may sound like a lot, but 
uh, who impressed me is Danielle from from Mama Designer Plans. She mm-hmm. reads a book a day. A book. Girl, and she's and she's a mom and, and she's on the squad and she works like yeah. yeah. A book a day. I'm like, what? That's thirty books. No, 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 no. But thirty books a month. I don't even think I could. <laughs> I didn't even know that there was that many available for me. Right. I was gonna say, how were there even thirty books? Right. Yeah. <laughs> all. Okay, I need to, um, Danielle, if you're listening, I need you to write me a daily schedule so I can get my life together because clearly I'm doing it wrong. Well, and you know, she must read really fast. And I, I'm yeah. not saying that I'm a slow reader. Um, I mean, I am an English teacher, so I read pretty well. Um, yeah. But I think that part of my problem is that I read everything like an English teacher. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, like I'll read a book and I'll be like, oh, look, there was a simile. And then my mind wanders and is like, well, why would the author have used a simile there? <laughs> right. um, and then I'll think about like what the two things that they're comparing and, you know, like wow. and, I, and then I visualize that in my brain. And, you know, like I go like mm-hmm. way too in depth with my analysis of the book when really it's just like some trashy romance novel with like a vampire in it. And there's no reason for me to be like tearing this book apart, like in a literary way, because there's nothing literature about it. Um, Right. Yeah. So I'm sure the author, even though they have no idea that you're doing that, I'm sure they appreciate it. Well, yeah. I mean, they put the simile there on purpose, right? Like there was some reason why they, I don't, I mean, I'm assuming that if you're a writer that you're using these devices (laughs) on purpose. So Mm -hmm. Um, at least that's what I would assume. Um, but I don't know. I think that that slows me down in my reading and it kind of, I think it kind of messes with my enjoyment of it. Um, because it's really hard for me to just like, okay, I'm going to pick a book and I'm not going to dissect it or, or analyze it in any way. I'm just going to read it and enjoy it. It's like, it's Mm -hmm. hard for me to turn off that teacher side of my brain. Yeah. Yes, totally. Um, but you know, I also, get like very very absorbed in books to the point where it ruins my life if I don't finish it oh why yeah Yeah. like I ignore my family like my children basically become orphans oh no um you know because they'll they'll come to me and they'll be like can we just get some bread (laughs) and you're like you know where the chips are we have 600 bags of chips and I'm like okay I just bought a lot of snacks like could y'all just go get some snacks and let me read this book and they can't tell that I'm reading because I'm reading on some kind of device or I'm reading Mm -hmm. the book on my phone and they think that I'm just scrolling on my phone or doing nothing on my phone and um so so, you know they have no idea that I'm absorbed in a book so I just haven't had I'm like you I just haven't had a moment and I know it's 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 sad I I need to I need to do better and every time we ask this question and someone says well I'm not really reading anything I kind of breathe out like this sigh of relief (laughs) like I'm doing just fine yeah like okay well if she's not reading it then I'm not reading then we're we're all okay we're good yeah um okay I found something about myself that I have to do something to and see something out of it. Like if I'm going to do something, I want something to be produced afterwards. And and reading, unfortunately, like I don't have anything that I'm able to show for it afterwards. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. that, that's, that's, that was a great book. And I learned a lot, but um, 
how do I show this to somebody or how do I do anything with this? Um, kind of the same thing for like video games and stuff like that. I, I love playing Animal Crossing and Mario Kart. I love those games. But yeah. at the end of the, the three hours or whatever, I'm like, okay, well, what do, what do I do? I show my level that I just achieved. Like it's not, I have nothing to show for it. So I love stuff that I have <laughs> show, to show for. You can show for. me those things. You can show me where you are in Animal Crossing. I'll watch. I'll look at it. Look at my three-story house. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I finally got a basement. Um. <laughs> oh, man. You guys are going to have to fly to each other's islands. I know Leanne is obsessed. I know. Well, and I had actually put Animal Crossing down for a little while because I was, um, I had a problem. Like, when the, <laughs> you don't this, say. <laughs> yeah, when this newest one came out, like, I was playing for, like, 16, 17 hours at a time. Like, I could oh. not, I could not put the Switch down. Oh yeah. I loved it so much. And my son finally said, I wish that you hadn't gotten that. Oh, and I was like, Oh my God, I'm the worst mom. And then Hannah was like, well, I got it too, Daniel. And she plays with me. So it's like, I was playing animal crossing with her and he wanted, you know, he was feeling, I guess he was feeling neglected. Like I was doing Mm -hmm. something with her and I wasn't doing something with him. And yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, when one of them sees the other one getting something, they want it too. So, right. I, you know, especially attention. Yes. And my husband, who is a gamer, he made me feel better. He was like, you're fine. This is the way it happens with video games. Sometimes you just get really absorbed in them. Yeah. And, you know, then the, the spell will break and life will go back to normal and everything is like, he always knew that this was not going to be like a permanent thing for me. Yeah. Right. Like, the whole time that I was, like, obsessing over Animal Crossing, he was like, all right, well, we'll see how long this lasts. It's, it's not going to be forever. He he knew yeah. that. Because he's had that, like, obsession with video games before, too, like I have. Well, yeah. and if you if you like to see results. Yeah. What are you watching? Because <laughs> that also doesn't give you any that results. Doesn't. But doesn't. I've recently allowed myself some more TV time just so I can like we were mentioning uh, about a moment ago, just so I can relax, turn my brain off, allow my brain to decompress and uh, not have to think about anything. So I've been allowing some more TV time for myself just to be able to relax. Um, And so I've been watching um, two different things. Um, One, when I can allow a little bit more attention on what I'm watching, I'm watching The Handmaid's Tale. Oh, love. Oh my God, I'm on season two and I'm just trying to figure out what's going on. I don't even know. <laughs> I'm obsessed yeah, if you, with The Handmaid's Tale. If you figure it out, you call me because. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah, that's and, like, a messed how do up you world. get to that point? Like, I mean, I, the scary part is like, I could see it like gradually, like worlds going there, even like our no. current society, which is terrifying. No, I can't. Okay. Oh, well, you I'm, can't. About to, okay. I'm about to scare y'all. Are you ready? Okay, I'm ready. Okay, so Margaret Atwood, who wrote the novel The Handmaid's Tale, as mm-hmm. we know, it's from the, the 80s. Okay. In 1989. Don't quote me on that, but I, I may be close. Yeah. Um, she said that everything that happens in the novel has happened somewhere else in the world. Oh, jeez. Oh, my God. She did that not put, kills. yeah. She did not put any events in the novel that had not happened somewhere. Oh my god! Wow, that's terrifying. Like they had in yeah. current history, or like was she like pulling from like older history, or what did she say that? 
Well, I mean, it was in the modern world recorded history. I mean, Got it. Uh, oh, yeah, oh, easy. Like, to my stomach. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, a little so bit. So nothing, not like all in one place, like all to one town or one right. group of people. Right. But, you know, Anywhere. so I taught The Handmaid's Tale to a group of juniors one year, and I <sighs> had them, like, identify something that happens in the book. And find the historical oh. event. Oh, and they did it? And like, they did it. Yes, oh, they did. Oh, jeez, that's terrifying. Um, and then I also did this entire thing on walls. Because there's a wall in The Handmaid's Tale that is really scary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, like, different types of governments have used walls as political tactics and scare tactics, right. like, mm-hmm. since the beginning of time. Yeah. And I had them investigate walls. Oh, that's interesting. Wow. I like that. And, and how walls have played a role in our society, over, like the Berlin Wall, and like all you know what I mean, like yeah. uh-huh. all these different the all these different places that have these like the Wall some of China, these, yes, um, the the Wailing Wall, all of these different yep. places. Um, uh, you know, the wall that is supposed to be built in between the United States and Mexico. Yeah. Um, you know, all of this stuff that is even current now. Like symbolic right. almost. Very. Yes, yes. So the reason why we feel so afraid of The Handmaid's Tale when we watch it or when we read it is because the stuff that happens in The Handmaid's Tale has happened to other people before. Right. Well, and I think for me, like, even though we as women have come really far, like, I see how much further we have to go and I feel like there's yeah. still, like, a big, like, push-pull of, like, rights going further and then being taken away. And, like, mm-hmm. sometimes men don't necessarily understand things from a female perspective or want to. And I just feel like because of who currently has power, like, this is getting way too deep, but who currently has power in the world, something like this could really easily happen, I feel like. Oh, my gosh. And know. us not really even notice that it's happening. Right. Until it's too late. Until, right oh god that scares me it's, it's um, scary but it's definitely good to stay aware for sure i'll take the pandemic over handmaid's tale yeah yeah oh yeah for sure yeah mm-hmm. um but you know it, it's like one of my one of the coolest parts of the book though is when one of the ants said to that group of handmaids that we all know because they're on that show and they're mm-hmm. part of the novel too right um, it's all about the difference between freedom from versus freedom to. Yeah. Oh, that's scary. I remember that. Yes. So it's like right now where they are in that society is like you have the freedom from being afraid every time you step outside that you're going to get like catcalled or sexually harassed or like raped or whatever. Right. But there's so many freedoms that have been taken away to allow yeah. you to feel that comfort. So, you know, the difference between freedom from versus freedom to it's really it is a really, really interesting novel. Mm-hmm. And that it's a very well done show. Yeah. Yes, it is. Um, but it, it's hard to cut your mind off while you're watching it. Like, that's not a relaxing <laughs> yeah. watch. Like, no, that's not, no. And it's not like a beach read. Like, you're not going to take it out on the beach with you and read it like it's oh, no. Yeah. You're going to yeah. highlight that one and follow up. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So what else are you watching? Are you watching something like less scary? Oh, <laughs> yeah. So huh, when I want something to a little bit relax a little bit more and uh, more so to like fall asleep too, 
Um, I'll put on like nature or earth documentaries or like mm-hmm. universe Aww. documentaries. I'm like so fascinated by these documentaries and how everything on the on earth is just interconnected and um, linked together and just the universe is it's all so so incredibly fascinating um although you know I do watch it to go to bed and go to sleep at night it's still really fascinating to me I love it and that the stunning um images and the shots that they get of the different um species and different plant life and different areas all over this world just the visuals are incredible it's so beautiful yeah those photographers don't get enough credit Mm -hmm. absolutely and we've been watching the um like a lot of the Disney nature ones because they have like a story. So they like name the animals and like, you get to see like their journey and like you get really connected to them. So my kids and I have been loving those. Yeah. I recommend the one on Disney called paradise islands. It is so good. It is so interesting. We just watched the dolphin reef one and that one was really good. Yeah. Wow. Have you seen that one on Netflix that's got, um, what is his name, Neil deGrasse Tyson? Yeah, Ooh, I, don't, I don't know um, if I have. What's it about? I feel like it's called, like, Cosmos or something. Yes. Oh, and, um, it's so soothing. Oh, my gosh. The, yes, I know. So you know, which, well, you know which show I'm talking about. I don't remember if I've got the name of it right. Yeah, I think you do. Yes, I do know the Cosmos um, with, with Neil. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm, and he right. talks about, like, okay, so you know, this many billion years ago. And he like shows you a calendar and like he stands on like one little part of the calendar and talks about like this one point in time was like represented by this many billion years or whatever. Like, I mean, like, like the depth that that show takes in like really explaining like the evolution of things. It's just, Oh, it's just, it's crazy. And you're right about like how beautiful it is. That's a beautiful show. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to check that out. Brian's yes. really into that kind of thing. Oh, I think he would he like would love it. it. He would love it. I can't believe y'all haven't seen it. He would love it. Your kids would love it. Um, okay, we'll check it out. We'll put it on yeah. our list for movie nights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then um, I, we also do love that Planet Earth stuff. My kids love that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, they get very, very nervous to watch the big cats like chase after prey and Oh, um, they, yeah, they feel very sorry for like wildebeests and antelope and things that get like eaten by cats like they yeah. and any time that there's a shark like we're not I would like to say we're a shark week family, but <laughs> our kids are very, very they get very nervous by that stuff. Yeah, yeah, my kids used to and then we started watching a lot of it and I just explained to them I was like, well, some things have to be eaten for other things to be able to live. And that's kind of like their purpose. So we had to have that whole conversation. It is sad, but it's yeah. also kind of, it's the circle of life as it were. Circle of life. Yep. <laughs> All right, Caitlin, what you got? Okay. What are you planning, Ashley? Oh boy. Um, <laughs> I actually, um, not a whole bunch. Um, I have a new summer semester coming up in, I'm in June. So I'm planning for that. I have got finals coming up next week. So I'm planning for finals. Um, I have a supposed cruise that's supposed to happen in August, but we'll see about that. Mm -hmm. So I really, really, really want to start planning for my cruise and figuring out what's happening with that. But I don't think it's happening this year. I highly doubt I'll be going anywhere. Um, So I'm just kind of looking forward to hearing what's happening with that so I can plan it. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I'm, like, looking forward to seeing, like, what's happening next so that I can start making more plans. Because I'm like you. I'm a future planner. I like to plan in advance. Yeah. Well, I have all these trips that I want to take. I want to go to Portland and see Caitlin. 
Yeah, my basement's ready. I got the clean sheets out for you. I know, I know. You're ready for me, but it's like, I can't, I can't. I mean, I've got the $12 to fly there. (laughs) (laughs) I know, flights are so cheap right now. (laughs) I know, but I read this article in the news the other day, which is not like me, okay? Mm -hmm. I don't normally read a news article. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But Apple News gives me all these notifications all the time, and one of the headlines, you know, kind of caught my eye. And it was mm-hmm. about flying right now, like people that have to fly during this pandemic. Yeah. Because there are people that are still doing jobs that require them to fly. Well, the my aunt is still open. Yeah. My aunt is flying from California to Portland uh, in the next few days. But my grandmother has this like type of blood cancer and her projected uh, rest of her life is probably only about a year. And so my aunt is like, I don't want to like miss this opportunity to see my mom and then like regret it later if something were to happen, you know? So she's willing to put her health at risk to be able to like have those memories. Right. So you take, you know, you take the chances, but like the people that were on the airplane in the picture that they showed in this article, you know, with their masks on and everyone looked so nervous and And they didn't give space. It was that the article that you were reading where they didn't leave the middle seat open on the The United flight. flight? Yeah. The flight was too full. Yeah. They were, they were supposed to leave all the middle seats open and they didn't, they overbooked it. Yes. That's what I read. We read the same article. I would not have gotten on that flight. I would have been like, sorry, nope. Well, and you, you know me, Caitlin, I would have been like, all right, well, let me just hook my, give me my seatbelt extender and let's move on. <laughs> I would have been um, like, just give me a rental car credit and I'll just drive home. Oh my gosh. You and that rental car, you're all about driving somewhere. You I will love drive driving. I, I, I've never taken a road trip, but I feel like I would like it. Well, I um want to go to, I want to go to Fairfax to see Todd. Mm-hmm. I want to go to Austin to see, you know, Claudia and to go to the Erin Condren store. And Heather's going to meet me down there and I'm going to see Marielle. Like, I'm making plans with people. I feel like you, you know? just need to rent, like, a tour bus and, like, just start oh. driving across the country. The Spice Plans Tour. <laughs> go on tour. Please do. Yeah, because there's so many people in this country that want to attend the Spice Plans Tour. You I'll be there. Surprised. You know I'll be there. <laughs> well, you'll be there in Portland because I'll need a place to stay. <laughs> I mean, it's not going to be like the Backstreet Boys where I go to like every venue that you're at. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah. well, Spice Plans and the Backstreet Boys are basically the same. <laughs> it's true. It's true. You're going to sell out the arena. <laughs> I will. Um, I'm going to sell out that Michael's lesson room. Oh my gosh, you um, should. That would be cool to put some stops. We might have to take this show on the road, Leanne, and book out some Michael's spots once we start look, popping. Look, I am totally down. You know that as soon as this thing is over, that I will go on the road with you in a second. Okay, so once we get five million patrons and we can afford to buy a tour bus, that's what five we're doing. Five million. Okay, guys, start sharing. <laughs> start sharing. <laughs> but hey, if you guys want to hear a little bit about numbers, this is cool. We almost are hitting 10,000 downloads a month. That's wow. crazy. Awesome. Congratulations. Yes. That is, that's a big deal. I feel that like. is. That's wild. Yeah. So I'm just like, bring it on. Let's just keep this popping. Like we are. <laughs> yeah. That's right. So, We're going on tour guys. You heard it here first. Yes. yes. I love it. So um, what are you dreaming? Um, not a whole lot either. That's another question. I was like, I'm not sure how I would answer this one. Um, 
I don't know. I'm dreaming for this kind of this whole thing to kind of get back to normal and things to be looking a little bit, um, you know, my optimistic mind. I'm hoping that it will start to come to reality. <laughs> That's what I'm dreaming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I with think... you. I'm with you. I just want schools to open in September. That's oh. what I'm dreaming about right now. <laughs> oh, I know. And you, you keep you keep saying September, and I'm like, nah, man, August. Oh, right. Well, our <laughs> schools don't ever start here. Well, I know a lot of schools in other states start in um, August, but Portland schools don't ever start until September. Yeah. Well, we always start right after August 25th, whatever the first like wow. weekday is after the 25th of August. And I want to be back in the classroom by then. I mean, I, the world is going to look totally different when this is over. I mean, have you seen China? Like, have you seen the way that they're doing things in China? Like, they have those um, those glass panels in between their desks. And um, wow, I have you not know, seen that. That's wild. Yes, and the kit. It's kind of like no. I know that neither one of you have probably been through a fast food drive-through since this all started. <laughs> no. I did. I did. I went to In-N-Out once. Okay, so see, okay. you know, did they have plexiglass over their drive-through? No, just the normal. No. Okay, well, the McDonald's near me has um, a plexiglass thing, so they stick your food through this like little hole. Oh, oh wow, like oh. a bank teller. Yes, just kind of oh. like that, except that there's not like a drawer, but there's just like a there's like a rectangle-shaped hole cut out of huh. the plexiglass, wow. and they kind of like turn the bag on its side and slide it out the hole and hand it to you. So wow. that there's like no That's contact. Cool. There's no breathing on each other. There's no way that any like respiratory stuff can be passed back and forth. They mm. wear the gloves they have on their masks. I mean, like it's, there's protocols that are being followed, but yeah. um, I mean, it's like, how long are we going to live this way? Right. right. I think that we're going to kind of start to see some of these things ease as we go into 2021. But I think that at least through the winter, um, maybe even like February, March of 2021, just because flu season happens and we don't know like if there's going to be a second wave. So I think people are going to be really cautious until the next round of warm weather, to be honest. Yeah, I guess the things are not going to get like plexiglass is not going to get removed. Things are not going to get returning to normal until there's a vaccine. Nobody is going to be feeling comfortable to do anything that they did before March until there's a vaccine and and guaranteed that there's no asymptomatic people. There's nobody passing it around. Well, and not, and and I guess you can't say like not anyone because um, I mean, they can't like require everybody to get the vaccine. Right. So there will still be some people within the population, but it'll be like a controllable number, just like with the flu, just like with measles outbreaks, that kind of thing. I'm yeah, not I get, I so they, would deny it, though. I know there's a lot of people who don't want that for their kids. But n- now, like, I don't maybe their minds are changed. Well, I know that there are some religions also where yeah. vaccines are like a religious thing. So I think that that probably will be still a big population of people who are not vaccinating. Yeah, true. Hmm. Maybe we won't go into how yeah. <laughs> Maybe we feels about that's, that. That's where we'll leave it. I don't know much about it, so we'll leave it there. <laughs> I don't so, um, what's next on our currently page? Let's just let's turn the page. Let's <laughs> turn the page. What are you drinking? Either right now during quarantine, what's like your beverage of choice? Um, always water. 
always. And these squad and members in their water, Caitlin. They are staying these, hydrated. They're <laughs> so healthy. You guys are like the healthiest group of people. Yeah, no, I'm obsessed with water. I can't I can't get enough. It's it tastes delicious to me. Like when I could just chug it and chug it and chug it, it just is so refreshing and just crisp. And I I don't understand when people say they, they don't like water. It just doesn't taste like anything. It's it's pure amazing to me. I cannot live without it. I literally cannot live without it, but really I, I, it's my favorite thing to drink ever. Okay. Well, in your water, is it flat or sparkling? Cause you know, with LaCroix, sparkling water has been like a thing. Flat mm. and no ice cubes. I like it chilled but like the colder it is the harder it is for me to chug and I need to <laughs> chug it I need to... <laughs> that's awesome uh, I can just see you at like a frat party like chug 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 <laughs> and it's just like your water bottle that says like that, you got this yeah that was Brian <laughs> Brian was not a drinker ever and so like when we would be like wiling out and like having the house parties and stuff he would play all of the drinking games with us but have a water bottle no yeah. joke yeah. That is so cute. That is I know. that's awesome. Um, <laughs> but see, like, but you know, my husband doesn't drink either. He hasn't yeah. had a drink in like 13 years. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I love that because he's like the best DD ever. Like he, <laughs> like anytime we go anywhere and I like want to have some wine, he's like, have some wine. Cause I'm not going to have to be worried about driving. He's going to drive. Um, but he drinks water all day just like that. Like he is just constantly in and out of the kitchen filling up. And I, mm-hmm. I can't drink it like that because I pee too much. Like That's I just, <laughs> Oh, I like, do too. I, That's fine. I, I'll, right. <laughs> I have just gotten to where like, I can't be in the presence of a restroom without like having an accident. And I, I feel like that too. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And I'm too, like, I just get really preoccupied in what I'm doing. You know, and maybe stop drinking so much water because of the toilet paper crisis. Yeah. <laughs> oh what, my gosh. How, yeah. how are you doing on that front? Like, do you have an, you know what? Caitlin has a bidet. I do. I have a bidet. Oh. It's really solved like all of my problems. No mm-hmm. joke. She would tell you that like, if you have a problem in the world, you're, you know what? Your money situation <laughs> is rough. Get a bidet. <laughs> it's like, have you ever seen my big fat Greek wedding where the dad like says Windex cures everything? That's the <laughs> bidet. <laughs> you're like, well, so you have a mosquito bite? Buy a bidet. Legit though. Like, like thinking about my pre-bidet life, like using toilet paper on the regular and now using a bidet and like a little bit of toilet paper. I love it so much and we won't go detailed, but I'll just tell you, I love it so much. I was like, oh, those were dark times before we had they a bidet. Were. They were. I mean, the Klingons were real. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I tried. I tried to not go detailed. You really did. You tried. You tried so hard to keep Uh, yourself mature and like professional. I just can't. I'm a middle school teacher. What can I say? We have been so professional in this episode, Caitlin. I mean, you heard my my handmaid's tale conversation. I'm a smart person. And then I'm like, well, poo poo happens. Just put a little duck sound over it. <laughs> oh man, speaking so, of those ducks, they need a bidet for real. Oh, they're the sloppiest <laughs> girls I've ever seen. Oh my god. Seriously, I have never seen anybody eat sloppier than those ducks. And, and I I mean, and I've had two children. And yeah. So what are you loving right now? <laughs> Transition. 
<laughs> no, um, there's no transitions. Uh-uh. No, we just <laughs> hop right in. <laughs> um. Well, I'm loving laughing. This is good. I yeah. I I love laughing. I love finding the humor in anything we can. Um, uh, finding the positives. I'm loving going outside in the backyard. I'm loving um, relaxing. Like like I said, I was making more time for TV time and just random shows and stuff. I am loving my relaxation time because I didn't I didn't used to do that. Um, yeah, so I've been loving just getting some uh, relaxation time in and laughing and finding joy. So kind of self care then a little bit. You're mm-hmm. kind of taking good care of yourself. Yeah. Um, mentally, I mean, I'm not saying that you're not physically cause we saw you before we started recording and you're looking beautiful, but, oh, um, but you know, mentally just giving yourself, I think that we've all kind of taken some time to slow down. Yeah, absolutely. totally. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I've switched my like posting schedule on my on my Instagram page since this whole thing. Um, I used to post every single day without fail. And now it's maybe about two, two to three things a week. And that pressure release has been the most satisfying feeling like I don't care if my follower numbers drop I don't care if my likes go down like whatever happens to my Instagram profile I'm mentally better and I'm more um, in the moment with my grandma more in the moment with my environment and not feeling like I have to rush from thing to thing to thing um, and fill up my entire day with busy being busy Um, so I'm just really enjoying slowing down and enjoying my my moments yeah I love that I do too and ever since you said that you like to go outside yeah. And look at the butterflies. I'm like, oh, she's my favorite person now. Oh, I know. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the sweetest so thing. It's so yeah. wholesome. Like, it's well, I, yeah, just to go and see that the butterflies are there. And I, I really, Caitlin, I really need to go outside. Yeah. You really do. I'm telling you, when you come to Portland, you better have your outside hat on. You better be ready to go outside. <laughs> SPF. Yeah, bring no. your sunscreen, bring your hiking boots, like get your no. coat. We're going outside. And the birds too, like we set up a bird feeder. I made a bird feeder last weekend and I got some um, bird seeds on Amazon um, that has like some worms in it included in there. And I'm like, nice. wow, I'm going to get a treat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching the birds come over and eat the food. And there was a green and yellow one the other day, a little tiny bird, like almost like the size of a hummingbird, but obviously not a hummingbird. It was a bird and it was green and yellow. And I was like, wow, that's a cool bird. So it's just really cool to, to go out there and just kind of bird watch, butterfly watch. Um, it's it's really, I love it. Yeah. How did you that's make awesome. the bird feeder? Was there peanut butter involved? No. A pine cone maybe? No. No. Um, oh. It's, you crafted it. Yeah. I don't know. I bought like this. Um, it comes like in a block, basically. It's just like this square block that's all compounded, like squished together, um, worms mm-hmm. and seeds. And I just broke that block up into into chunks, basically, and then put those chunks in the, um, the bird feeder. So they they pull out the seeds from from it. Yeah. There's nice. no. Wow. See, the only bird feeder that we've ever made is the kind where you, you know, you coat like a toilet paper roll with peanut butter and then hang it from a tree. Oh my gosh, like, we do the same thing except with like a big pine cone. So you put I mean, the. You, you obviously yeah. put the bird seed on the peanut butter. You don't just right. leave the peanut butter out there for the birds to eat. But like the peanut butter acts as an adhesive to like. Right. To, yeah. Right. Yeah, you, you don't know how this works. Like, I feel like the squirrels are always stealing it though when you do it that way. Well, and I know Caitlin hates the squirrels. I, I hate love them. I, I hate love squirrels. the squirrels. I love to. 
See, I like to watch the squirrels outside. I hate them. They're invasive. They are um, nasty. They're like rats. Yeah. No, I think that they're cute. Um, <laughs> I've seen like one or two, and they like they like bark. I don't know. They bark at my cat. They make noises like. Rah, 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 rah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they give our ducks a hard time too. Yeah, we don't like them. <laughs> yeah, your ducks had a hard night. Yeah, they did. We had some crazy raccoons in our tree the other night that where we had to bring the ducks inside the other day. Because ducks so... are anything will eat a duck, right? Like they have no defense basically. So that scared me. Like you them. told me that story and I got scared. Like, I was like yeah. oh my gosh. Like Well, imagine you're... we were we walked outside, it was dark, and there's this like big like pine tree that overhangs our backyard, and the two raccoons were up in this tree making noise, but it was dark, so we couldn't see what they were and it was just it's like noise in the tree and it was like dark and shaking and I'm like oh my gosh this is like an animal that's never seen be- been seen before I'm gonna end up on an episode of Dateline or something like <laughs> I don't even know what's gonna happen and Brian's like go get my headlamp and of course he's got a headlamp of course he does so I go inside and get the headlamp and we like shine it into the tree and it's these two huge male raccoons right over the duck cage, like just oh, ripping each other apart. And I had never seen raccoons behave that way, by the way. Oh. I had always just seen the mama ones like walking through our yard with the little babies like trailing through or whatever. Yeah. But I had yeah. never seen them like that before. That was crazy. That is horrifying. Right. And we had a bald eagle in our tree the other day. Like we have all what? these like predatory, I know, oh, wow. predatory animals just they circling around. They do. Yes, they got, the word is out that there's ducks in your yard. <laughs> there's duck for dinner. <laughs> duck yeah, for they, it's been, it's been going out through the animal network. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, the, the channels, the animal channels, they've been telling each other, like, go to this yard because there's some tasty ducks there to be oh, had geez. right seriously i know welcome to portland we live in the middle of nowhere apparently with all the wildlife we you, also need to, have... you need to make them a house with like a roof right. on it that's well we are using so we used to have a dog and so we have this dog kennel that's like made out of aircraft grade titanium with these like crazy locks and like we lined the inside with this like wire mesh so they're safe in there i don't think anything could really get in there but we are gonna also like make a space around that too so okay well I just um yeah because we also have a family of five coyotes that lives in our neighborhood legit Portland is like the city in the wilderness like no joke yeah Yeah, I just that scares me yep it's it's interesting (laughs) now that we've taken this wild here's a wildlife safari with spice chaos (laughs) yeah this episode has been like every type of topic that you could possibly think of (laughs) so much Um, for these notes just throw the notes away (laughs) well um okay so we have one left do you know which one it is caitlin it's quiz time i think it's listening is it listening (gasps) you got it you got an a plus yeah i love do i get extra credit i love extra credit um you get extra extra credit you get gold stars (laughs) yes Yes. lots all the gold stars i love those that's perfect okay so ashley what are you listening to um, I love listening in the morning to Ryan uh, Seacrest on the radio. So I really look forward to hearing uh, his his topics in the morning. Oh, that's nice. awesome. Yeah. So does he have guests and stuff on the show? 
Yeah, he has guests. He has two um, female co-workers that he works with in the morning. He does his talk shows on in the morning with, and they are a hoot. All three of them together. I just could listen to them all day long. They are so funny. Um, they have guests on sometimes, but they just kind of just talk about their their personal lives. Of course, what's going on with the pandemic, what it's like working from home. And it's just been really interesting to to um, hear their stories in the morning and the, the people that they bring on. And um, yeah, I look forward to uh, my morning with Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> yeah. Yay, that's awesome. That is awesome. It's The world is so funny because the other day I saw him somewhere on my phone, like I was just scrolling my phone and there was a picture of him, like I came across it on Facebook, some kind of article or whatever. And I was like, oh, you know, I kind of like Ryan Seacrest. Like, I know, I think I, about I think, like whatever happened to him. Like he was so but big. He, but he still has like a huge career. Yeah, mm-hmm. he does. Yeah. You know, like we say whatever happened to him, but like he's still hosting American Idol, which I've watched by Oh, accident. he is. He is hosting yes. American Idol. Okay. I, didn't, and I haven't like, watched it. Well, I watched it by accident because like, <laughs> and I, you know, and the other day Andy came in and he was like, why are you watching this? And I was like, because I can't find the remote. Find me the remote. So like, oh, you, could, you could be watching something that you really love on Hulu and you can be watching it for like a really long time and then when it goes off they just play whatever they want they're like well based on your taste we think you like this (laughs) they don't even ask you if you're still watching they're like oh you just you get this (laughs) no they're like okay you've watched enough of this you've watched 16 hours of this try this so you know American Idol has just been like coming on so Mm -hmm. I'll be in the kitchen believe it or not like making oh. something to eat, like cooking dinner or um, probably making the, you know, 50th snack of the day. <laughs> and American Idol will have come on on Hulu and I just leave it. Like, I'm just like, well, I kind of like their, I like their, um, their hosts, Katy Perry and um, yeah. uh, is it Lionel Richie? And who is that guy? Luke Bryan? Luke Bryan. Is that who it is? Yeah. Oh, nice. Like, yeah. And then, and then Ryan is still on there. Um, so it's definitely like a reboot because the show went off the air for a while and they didn't have I, it. It was such, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, that really, I think I quit watching it after that because I was like, whatever, that was a publicity. Like that was a view grab, like yeah. quit doing that. Well, um, so this is something that I don't know if the listeners know about me, mm-hmm. but I auditioned for American Idol. Oh, I, I knew that. Yes. Well, I mean, I think that I had given you that information, but I auditioned <laughs> for American Idol, but this is, this was back in 2005. Can we get a couple of bars right now? Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> um, is, your, is your audition tape on YouTube? Um, oh. It is not. <laughs> Can you and, put and it we, up, please? <laughs> and I don't know. I don't even know if we have time for me to really like get into the audition process, but sometime on the show, Maybe we'll discuss like what it's actually like to audition for American Idol. But okay, hold on. Fact- I need I need a moment with the listeners. Listeners, if you want to hear about Leanne's audition and you want to hear her blast out a couple of bars, DM us. Like just flood us with DMs <laughs> and then she'll do it. I'll sing. I'll sing a little bit, but not Get right it. now. Like I'm oh. not ready right now. But teaser, such a tease. Um, <laughs> so, um, but I auditioned back when the judges were Paula, Simon, and Randy. Right. That was my fave. Yes. And it was just the three of them. And then obviously Ryan Seacrest was the host and, um, Mm -hmm. you know, it was a good day. Like that was a, I had a good time. My mom came with me and, um, you know, I have really good memories of that. I obviously was not the next American idol. 
Um, Sad. Did you make it through any of the rounds? I made it through a couple rounds. Oh, but I I didn't, but I didn't make it onto the show because there wasn't, I made it through the initial rounds, but I didn't make it onto like the filmed part where they film your audition. Did you get to meet the judges? Like, did you sing in front of them? No. In fact, they weren't even there that day. Oh, God. Yeah, they make it look like that the judges are there the same day that those arenas are full, and they are not. Oh, sadness. Yeah, so we'll go into that, like, later on the show. It, it's just, it, it's a process. It's it's a long conversation, and we've been going for quite some time. <laughs> we have. I think um, we're, like, over two hours now. But, yeah, but I do, um, I, I find myself still watching American Idol, and I, I like Ryan Seacrest. Where can I find his show? Wait, the show that I'm listening to in the morning? Yeah, I don't know how to find that because, like, I, I don't have a radio. I just have right. my phone. Yeah, I have the um, iHeart Music app. Yeah. He's on the um, radio station 102.7 Kiss FM. That's, okay. That's what's near me. And so I just go to 102.7 Kiss FM and he's on there in the morning. Okay, well, I will look for it because I like him and I like that kind of show. Yeah. And I think that that's like exactly what my morning is kind of like missing right now. It's like a routine where I like listen to something and get ready and, yeah. you know, like a normal person that has a job. <laughs> yeah. And I like it because there's there's humor, there's, um, you know, interesting facts, there's obviously facts about the pandemic, like it's a mix of a lot of different things. So and it always is changing every day. They have different things that they talk about. So yeah. it's um, it's really, yeah, really uh, interesting. Um, and besides that, of course, I'm listening to um, podcasts and your podcast and the Happy Planner podcast. Uh, I just uh, just uh, listened to Sarah's and Siobhan's and Rebecca's when it w- when it came out. And <laughs> yeah, um, we've had a lot of your we've had a lot yeah. of your friends on. Yeah. <laughs> thinking that Andy will probably make fun of me if I'm listening to Ryan Seacrest in the morning, but I don't know that I really care. Do Let him talk. Care? Let him talk. No, we don't yeah. care. No, we don't care. Um, but but anyway, well, this has been so awesome. Like, yes, yes. I, I just I this has been the greatest talk. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Ashley. This has been great. Yeah, yep, thank this you. This is a blast. You guys are so easy to talk to. This was so much fun. <laughs> well, well you now said we're you all were, basically best friends. Well, yeah. of course we are. I mean, you said that you were nervous and I was like, I don't know how. I don't, Caitlin and I have discussed that we don't know how to express to people that there's no reason to be nervous. <laughs> right, lower your expectations. So you guys can find Caitlin at Creating in Chaos underscore official on Instagram and on YouTube and Patreon. And I guess sometimes she, t- do you tweet sometimes? I do, some, like, I do some tweeting sometimes. Yes, she does some tweeting. And um, so you can find her at all those places as just creating in chaos. And you can also follow Dorothy Rosen Blanche at ducking chaos underscore official. That's and right. Ashley, why don't you tell them real quick where to find you? And then Caitlin will tell everybody where to find me. On any platform, mostly Instagram. You'll find me on any platform for Mermaid's Logic. Perfect. Perfect. And, and if you're not already following her, then please do, do it. that. Do mm-hmm. it immediately. She's a great mm-hmm. follow. Yeah, she um, is. <laughs> and then you can find Leanne at Spice Plans on YouTube, Patreon, Instagram, maybe the tweet. Do you do the tweeting? You know, <laughs> I do the never, tweeting. I do. A, we're so old. Um, <laughs> what is know, the Snapchat? <laughs> um, do you do you Snappy Chat? Because I don't know how to do that. Stop. I can't breathe. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> I always say that to my students. I'm like, put your chat snats away. <laughs> chat snats. <laughs> okay, and you can also find her on Spice Horizons on Instagram, where she sometimes plays Animal Crossing, but she's on a bit of a break, so. Yeah, but know. I'm coming back. I'm coming she's back. She's coming back I, to work, com- never fear. Yeah. <laughs> Get your um, islands, kid. <laughs> everybody gets an island. Um <laughs> Except for so, me, because I don't play that crap. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the shade. Oh, the shade. Um, okay, so we hope that you guys have a wonderful, wonderful week. Those of you that applied for squad, just keep your pants on. We'll know soon. <laughs> um, you know what? Don't even put pants on. Just No, stop. it'll be better for you if you don't. There'll be more. Just air it out a little bit. Yeah, yeah just... <laughs> Um, have a great week, everybody, and um, we will talk to you in the next one. Bye, friends. Bye. Bye.